0: the Nights
1: of Awakening.
2: Good morning and evening, we are the Knights of Awakening, broadcasting live from our corners of the universe of yours. We are your host Knights, David and Justin, reaching out to all of you, our brothers and sisters, wherever you may call home.
1: Alright, we are not Justin and we are not David tonight. Um, <laughs> David Edge just had a, a personal tragedy in the family, so I'm pretty sure he's not going to be here tonight. Um, Justin is at work to the best of my knowledge, so I'm pretty sure he's not going to be here tonight, but we are Chaos, Storm, Allie, and of course, Chuck, Engineering, Charles for those who don't know me, or Lightning Strike for for, uh, those who've known me for a long time, and this is a Front Porch episode, I think. think, I hope it is, I hope it is.
3: That was, like, you, the most elaborate intro I've ever heard.
1: You have no idea. <laughs> oh, you gotta tune in for my shows, you want elaborate intros. <coughs> <coughs> this is very true. Everyone you guys should, like, rig
3: that up before the intro, it does, like, the 20th Century Fox thing, too.
1: I know. Yeah, everyone else does intros that are like, yeah, I'm here and welcome to the show, I'm there listing names, dates, we've had this happen, someone had a baby and I'm letting you know... but that's okay I've also got my new sound equipment here so that if need be I can become more and more deeply pitched in my voice and tell I sound what people expect chaos to sound like
4: (laughs) and then they tune into the show (laughs) (laughs) are we going to have Satan on tonight
1: um I don't know did I sound like sitting there for a second (laughs) I'm already here (laughs) I thought I was Satan.
3: You thought wrong, apparently not. Oh,
1: apparently, 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 the devil has many helpers. <laughs> he likes Santa Claus. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I thought Hannigan was Satan. And speaking, speaking of Satan and Hannigan, I wonder why he had... We... You know what? I should have tried to get him on the phone. I didn't even think to. <laughs> he would have loved this. That,
3: that's what we should do like the whole segment should just be us prank calling Hannigan
1: oh god no <laughs> he'd be up to that. that um he's got a show actually out now and um I'm very impressed with the quality of work he did he had what? 11 people call in yeah which just goes to show me that he was phoning people up left and right you've got <laughs> to make it to my show but that's cool because um, it worked out really well. He said he was copying Allie's format, which I thought was funny because Allie copied Derek's format, and Derek <laughs> copied the KOA format. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, really, you're copying Allie's format? Uh-huh. Well,
4: what it wouldn't a format even if even if he had if uh, Derek had not done it or KOA had not done it, because I'm all about facilitation. That's how I teach my. That's how I taught my DARE forces through facilitation just who I am I like conversations better you don't have to hear me rambling on and on and on and on and on like I do in my text
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like them when I can get them and it's funny because I think there's this presumption that when I do the Labyrinth show that I don't want people to call in no 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 Um, the reason I cut my show down to an hour and you notice we've been hitting two and three hour marks on it now the reason it was cut down to an hour is because I was getting, like, sore throats and I couldn't breathe the next day. Because <laughs> so when you talk for a friggin' hour straight and you're there like, alright, and then the next topic. And people are like, well, I didn't hear the problem in your voice. Like, yeah, because I had to amp up my voice. Not like with any machine or anything. No, no, that would be too easy. I had to amplify the the way I was projecting my voice into the microphone. So I would get louder and louder as the day went on. And it was just... Oh.
3: Yeah, I know what you mean. When I was uh, <coughs> dubbing over my videos a few days ago, just like recording for 15 minutes and I could barely talk for an hour afterwards because of the voice I had to use.
1: And see, I would love to start doing uh, rune readings or tarot card, card readings and stuff like that again, but you've got to know that people are going to come on because there's nothing worse to get up there and be like, all right, the second half of the show we're going to do, you know, rune readings and tarot card readings, and then the second half of the show hits, and you've promised a two-hour show, and, you know, um, I don't know about anyone else, but if I say I'm going for two hours on the show, we're going for two hours. If it's two hours of me singing, uh, of me singing just anything, mm. we're going for two hours. So, you know, second hour comes up, do we have any callers? Justin's there. Nope. Good luck. <laughs> good way to get callers Um, but at the same time on the other side of that Chaos here his show (laughs) doesn't ever have any callers and he's the highest rated show for the KOA and I've got (laughs)
0: And
1: and you know So that's got to say something also for the validity of running a show outside well, it of tells, you know.
5: Tells me people are ashamed to admit they're listening to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm that, not going to call no. in
5: and they're not going to tell say who they are. It's just oh yeah we listen to that you know and then it's like oh yeah I'm listening to it behind my closed door you know it's kind of like porn Dude. in that way I guess.
3: I I'd probably <laughs> I'd probably hop into more shows if they were on at a decent hour but. I usually sleep from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m., so stuff (laughs) tends to be over by the time I wake up.
1: You see, Chaos' show is starting right when you wake up. Because he knows that you don't want to show up at 11 o'clock for his show. Yeah. (laughs) Because he doesn't want to show up at 11 o'clock for his show. (laughs) But, no, I call in, okay? And every time I call... I mean, this is... This is a guarantee chaos. I'm telling you this, brother. If I call in for your show, if I'm not listening via the listener thing, the uh, the, the BossCast plug-in thing, if I'm calling in via Skype, you end your show in the following way. Well, everyone, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> and if I listen on the listener thing, you'll go and, uh, I wonder if we have any callers, if anyone would like anything to say about this. And I'm there scrambling, diving to Skype. <laughs> By the time I, I I get in there just in time to hear goodbye <laughs> he does that he knows he watches he he's he's there texting Justin when he does it. Is anyone on the phone system? No, okay, well, if anyone wants to call in <laughs> just enjoys the mad rush of everyone diving for the skype. <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't I everybody call
3: in at once.
1: I would love to get some of the dark aspect to call in for your show, that, because you're representing your view of it, and I like your view of it, which, with um, with me being a canonized light-sider, should say something. Um, I want to see what the rest of the dark side is, because I've never been able to... And we've had this conversation before, so we'll have it again. Um, I've never been able to get my head around how a dude who spends his days saving people's lives and teaching them how to defend themselves and caring about people. The kindest, most saintly individual on the entire set of the forums. Well, maybe not most saintly, I mean. But um you get my point. And you are the token dark sider for the Jedi community. People say, is there a dark sider in the room? Chaos
3: <laughs> Actually I generally identify myself as a dark aspect member.
1: Right, Storm. I, I can go. I can go with that. Then a little bit better. And see, I spend all my time practicing ways to beat people's faces in. <laughs> um, with either with either a piece of wood or my fists. And you know, and I and I'm like, everyone's like, well, you know, Charles is a good example of a lightsider. What? Okay.
3: <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to say I'm a good example of a dark aspect member, but I do ah. definitely identify with it. I mean I guess oh, see, the I, uh Yeah, go ahead.
1: I got you both here now. Which one of you wants to explain to me how this dark side thing works? Oh
3: wow Well uh, Chaos <laughs> definitely has the radio show going for that so <laughs> I'll let him take the lead on that if you want. Uh,
5: you know what it is? You know what it is? It's, it's, it's like, for me, it's like I, I did the Halloween show for me. It's just what I like. It's where I fit. Um, it's what resonates with me. Uh, but, see, I don't know, because, like like you said, the stuff I do, even the martial art I teach, although it's probably, it, it, well, it's definitely not the most self-defense version. Well, it's like Ibudo now, so it's, but you know yeah doing the healthcare doing the, the martial arts teaching but uh, i never thought i taught people self defense i always tell people i'm teaching them violence and uh, you know <laughs> how they want to use that violence is entirely up to them uh, so that's, that's what i you know that's what i tell them i'm teaching you to do violence you know i'm not teaching you to defend yourself you know because i don't believe i, be- I don't believe in self defense i believe in violence and you're you know if you went out in a violent encounter what did you use probably violence um, you, you say you defended yourself and but you you didn't you you offensively hurt someone <laughs> you know I don't know I, you know unless you're gonna hold a shield up if we had really cool body shields we could wear all the time or something but, um, it's just what resonates with me it always has you know I like the villains in most movies um, most books uh, uh, you know they always end up dying or something yeah. that's the way it is it's just it's just what I resonate with. Um, it's definitely the way I used to be, uh, along, you know, not even that long ago, I guess, in the span of time. So it's, uh, it's just a matter of it's, uh, what I like, what I do.
0: Yeah, but, you I, know.
3: I have to agree with Chaos on that. It's a lot about resonance. I mean, he, he says he always identified with the villains. I always tend to identify with more of the anti hero. You know, I'm not necessarily looking to go out and save lives, but. If there was someone getting mugged on the corner, I'm not just gonna walk by and you know turn my head like it's not happening.
1: Holy <coughs> sweet mother of God, do we actually have David on via Skype?
4: Oh, he just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't David- think he probably didn't actually hang up. He just probably
3: disconnected.
1: Yeah. let yeah. will we'll see if we can't bring him back.
5: He's there. He's he's coming in. He, he's done. Busy. It's reading busy.
1: Aww. I see it's it. Turn
5: around, David.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I think he's trying us. to Skype in via his internet connection. Oh. His internet connection is sufficiently slow that in order to achieve time travel, I am harnessing <laughs> its power. Cuz nothing goes slower than than dial up. He said he was getting um 11,000 bits per second at one point, which um for those who know, is a sufficiently slow enough internet connection that it barely classifies as a telephone line.
3: Man, I hate to run my uh, 100 megabit per second connection in (laughs) for that.
1: Well, see, the thing is, if we could find a way to run your connection to Georgia, (laughs) we'd be all set. We've considered running Cat 5 line all the way from Nevada to hook him on, you know, the Master Bane connection. To um, be
3: fair... Up until about a minute ago, I didn't even know they had electricity in Georgia. So,
0: wow! <laughs> and I live in Iowa. Damn! Oh. Wow! <laughs> oh!
4: David oh. does
1: not hear that later. <laughs> he will. He will. Okay, also make sure he does. You might <laughs> yeah. Check out, I, I, I I can see this now. You might want to check out the last show. Why? Georgia was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it like that.
0: I don't know. I
3: I, uh, I get to move here in August. Maybe I'll go check out Georgia for a couple minutes.
1: It's you okay. know on the he way to something. Voice I'm going to try bringing him back in. Let's see. Who knows? Maybe his internet connection will handle it, though. I mean, you know, compression technology's come a long way.
3: Not that long.
1: <laughs> David.
5: David.
3: Can you
1: hear us?
0: You can?
5: He'll hear us in a couple minutes and then <laughs>
0: <talk>.
1: <laughs> what? a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. You can hear us?
3: You're gonna get uh, like you a sound phone. like a robot.
5: You sound like we a robot. <laughs> Just
1: oh my god, you're on your dial up connection? And we lost him again. Yep, it's <laughs> a dial up connection. Oh my god. People we witnessed a miracle. And we <laughs> had to have we had to have two dark aspect people here and two light aspect people to bring a, enough sufficient harmonious energy, but we were able to get a word from David through that internet connection and on Skype.
3: I thought he usually just called in on his phone. Is it broke or something?
1: No, I think his wife's using the phone. Like I said, they had a uh they ah. had, uh, they had a death in the family. So
3: that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Well,
4: if you're listening to this, David, your family's in my thoughts and prayers.
1: Yeah, same here. To move us right along, so you'd say like a flavor choice, then the dark side is for you, then chaos. Yeah. And see, I get, I get that. I, I guess for me. I've always liked the hero, but I've always liked the uh the sage like the the wise knowledge the, uh, like Oro Kusuke or like Gandalf. that's always been my favorite type of uh type of character or character cure so i do tr- I do kind of model my experiences uh failingly after those ideas.
3: Okay, I got a question, uh Actually no I don't, never mind.
1: You got a question, but you okay.
3: I thought I did, but I I don't know. Never
0: mind.
1: <laughs> Alright. Um and see that's that's the kind of thing that Alright, he says dial up, can't handle it. My phone is dead, carry on without me. Oh my god, that sounds like a man's last message. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: carry on
1: without me. Ah! This is driving
0: me
4: crazy. Allie what?
1: is filling out job applications.
4: And right now I'm in the math portion of trying to do this while listening to you guys at the same time. I'm not hanging up so don't even suggest it.
1: But no, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, this You're is way uh, more important than any job application, I assure you.
3: You were an MP, weren't you?
1: yes I was
3: how come you aren't just like on a like a police force like I was told
4: I can't pass the PT test right now Uh, alright cool I get to sit back
1: explain to them why you can't pass that PT test test, Allie
4: because I was pregnant (laughs) yes it was seven months ago but still the there's a lot of factors going into that
3: oh yeah I, I
4: breastfeeding
1: (laughs) so, <laughs> see, I was gonna pick one you, but I'm not going to now okay.
3: <laughs> That's like um, the best meal of the day.
4: not only that um the The idea of going to police are great, and i would I wouldn't mind doing it, but I would rather be a dispatcher and they don't have a position open for an entry level dispatcher
3: uh, well, I don't know about uh down there, but up here, like just kind of looking at the uh police force that we have. I could say that you could probably pass without a doubt on the physical test.
4: Uh, you have to be able to, in here in Clarksville, you have to be able to run 1.5 miles in so many minutes, which is pretty much comparable to the military uh, female standards. Uh, then you have to do push-ups and sit-ups, so many push-ups and sit-ups in one minute each. And I could probably pull off the latter half, but the run has always been a problem for me, even in the Army.
3: Before the uh flood there used to be a Dunkin Donuts across the street from our police station so <laughs> and that's not a joke.
4: You, you know what the um it, something that's amusing about that is there are fle- there are gas stations that will give away free donuts to police officers just so that they have an influx of police officers in their store that way something doesn't happen
3: actually sounds like a good idea. There's a, uh, there's a suburb kind of city around here called Hiawatha, and I go there sometimes. I remember one time I went into the gas station there, and the whole entire Hiawatha police force was there, which is, like, eight people. And I just remember, like, not even thinking about it, I walked in, I was like, damn, the donuts must be good in here. (laughs) And then I had to, like, run out of there, because they all went for their nightsticks.
4: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
3: Then a month later, some chick got kidnapped out of there. That was kind of weird. Oh,
1: well. Oh. <laughs> well, she well, wasn't holding a donut. That was her problem. So I'm yeah, curious, okay. how,
4: lo- how long ago was it that some of you guys went and you applied for jobs? I know Charles. He's been there Ten for like years. years so. What about What about you? Years. Storm, what about oh, you? Uh,
3: I've been pretty much unemployed since 2009. The economy here is pretty bad. I've been applying, like, left and right, and there's just nothing hiring.
4: Okay, I'm so, actually, so then you probably run into the same issues I have. have. you Have you actually tried to apply for something that most people would consider mediocre? I
3: can't even get a job at Burger King.
4: Okay. Have you... Tell me about the application process at Burger King. I'm curious. I'm curious to see if they do the same thing that Hardee's does.
3: Oh, I used to work at Hardee's. Basically, uh, I went in there and filled out the application. Uh, I think at one point they had a test. I don't remember. It's been a few years. Um, And then they gave me the interview. I went in, did a pretty good interview. Because I'm great at an interview. Back before the economy tank, if I got a job interview, I had that job. Like, there wasn't a question about it. And just i I'm not exactly sure what you're asking
4: oh uh, i I was kinda curious to see if you had to do an i q test
3: oh uh no, they do that uh morality test where like they make sure you're not gonna steal shit, but
4: yeah, uh, apparently Hardy's now does an i q test that you not have around here ten minutes so the <laughs> you, you can't go in and just apply there, you have to take it online. And that's what I've been hitting every t- everywhere I go is you have to apply online. You have to apply online. There are two places that took me in that you don't have to apply online, and actually one of them to, uh, doesn't even allow you to apply online. And that's the one that I went to today. Unfortunately, they're not hiring. It sucks because I really wanted this job.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, as a guy who used to work at Hardee's, I can actually justify the IQ test as being relatively important.
4: Oh, really? Cause yeah. I like, need to understand this. I'm one of those people where if something doesn't make sense to me, I it just blows my mind. Please explain okay. why.
3: Do you go through a drive-thru at all?
4: I used to work a drive-thru.
3: Right. Okay, but have you actually gone through a drive-thru? I mean, I'm assuming you have, but you never yeah. know. You ever have them screw up the sandwiches?
4: They do that all the time.
3: Exactly. Now, I'm saying... I don't know how recently this IQ test has been implemented, but it has to be within the last year, because uh, the last time I worked there was about a year or two ago, and they didn't have it. I'm just thinking that if they had, like, a baseline IQ requirement and maybe some intelligence tests, maybe we could go in and get our thick burger without them fucking it up. No.
4: No, that's not true either. Because one of the reasons why I keep getting fucked up orders is because there's so many people on the line.
3: Oh, okay. I'm talking about, like, I literally, I'll go through there's no one in the store, there's no one in the drive through and it's a simple order, and they still screw it up. One time I got a hamburger without the hamburger on it.
0: What? Yeah. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> I asked for a bacon double cheese uh, thick burger plain, and I got the cheese and the bacon and the bread. They got the finger. <laughs>
1: Hi, wow! All right, guys, I'm bringing in the peace resistance incoming Michael hannigan let's see mm. let's see if his internet connection's working
4: <laughs> but yeah, like oh, okay, so goodness. I said that I wanted this job, but you know what I'm gonna say I want this job because the job that and maybe one day you guys will find out what it is. I know Charles and Hannigan already know what the job is. But I'm not going to say it on the air. Yes. Until I get this job, I'm not going to say it on the air, but I really want this job. <laughs> so I'm going to go in there it? every 30 days. Every 30 days until I get this job. <laughs> are
2: we having an impromptu show?
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So
2: oh, okay.
4: He's like, oh, I want somebody just pulled me in, and
1: I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to, you know, I think I might even pull more people in. I wonder if I just started pulling people in if they would consider it rude.
2: Who <laughs> are, are you trying to pull in? Everyone. Oh we Lord. have this
1: massive list of people that are all online, and who are not currently tuned in to the Knights of Awakening.
2: So, what are we doing? Front porch, or are we going to talk about front a valley? Front
1: porch. We're, we're front porch right now. Um, we went over the flavor of darkness. Um... That didn't sound right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's chocolate, in case you were wondering.
1: Which would explain quite a bit. It would explain how I got to this size, at least. I knew chocolate was evil.
3: This isn't even a front porch. It's more of a back porch. I feel like we got the lawn chairs out. Just kind of (laughs) chilling.
1: That's the idea behind the front porch. That's the idea. Well, my sparring partner did not show up. He forgot, at least. At least it wasn't one of those, oh my god, I'm not fighting a guy your size deals. Um, though I've had that. I've had uh, people say, um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid of anyone. I'm like, cool, can we spar? No. <laughs> Why Because you kill me? What? Okay, wait a minute. I was like, alright, how about this? You throw punches at me and I'll practice getting out of the way. Oh, I'm up for that. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not easy being big.
3: Well, wait. How? What did you say your sizing was?
1: I am two hundred and eighty-nine pounds. I am five foot eight. Damn. Yeah. I am a big, big boy. I move quick for a big guy, but no matter how quick you move for being a big guy, I'm still too big. Uh, which is part of the reason I do martial arts, and part of the reason I like boxing because it's really high cardio.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to get my uh, fiance's brother into boxing because he's like six foot eight, weighs like two forty. I think he'd be like the best cruiserweight on the planet.
1: Yeah, wow. Wait, he's six foot eight?
3: Not, not exactly. He, weighs... he but he's tall. He's like he's got a duck ceiling fans.
1: And he weighs how much?
3: Probably not more than like two twenty.
1: That's still heavyweight, though.
3: Yeah, but I mean that's all. That's all gushy, like you know, like weight. Like I'm saying, if he turned that into muscle, he'd probably weigh like a buck oh, fifty. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I have a name for this. Forget front What's porch, that? forget back porch. We should call it therapy.
1: Therapy.
3: Uh. I was thinking the hot tub.
1: Mm.
3: We would need more girls though.
1: We need. We need to talk about something. We need, we need, we need a Jedi topic.
4: How about the fact that there's only one, or there are very, very few females in the Jedi path? There's like me, Paris, Sarah, Loremaster, Silmarion. There's really not a lot of us. Rid. Who? Rin. Rin?
3: Yes, on the FA?
5: Wow, she's not important enough to remember, huh,
4: Allie? Oh, oh <laughs> no, Oh, no, when you said. Oh, well. I was going to say, really? You're including him on the list of women?
3: No, no Ren, yeah, that's, know, that's uh, about. my fiance.
4: understand <laughs> who you're talking about now. No, I, I. when you said Ren, I thought you meant R E N. I was like. he hey,
2: you forgot somebody. You forgot Moon Shadow.
4: There's Moon Shadow, Stella. Yeah. I mean I, I could go on Excel. a list, but when I look at That's the That's quite a list, lot list, though. I could I could put an even larger list, like quadruple the list of males that I know
1: in the Jedi Let's just go with active Jedi, because here's the thing, okay? People sign up, they're they're active for like <laughs> a month, and then they're gone. They like they make a post, hello, I'm here. I've been on the path for like eighty some years. I am a master of force up skills. I can flip cars with my mind, and I can chop people in half with a toothpick. And then when you start to talk to them after about a month, gone. Probably because at that point we want to see them flip cars with the force and cut things in half with a toothpick. Yeah.
3: I don't know about so, the Jedi community in general, but like at the dark aspect, at least from what I've seen, that thing's a pretty big shark tank now. If there was a lot of women there, it'd be even worse.
2: Well, we can talk about Allie. Allie, bring some friends, your sister, whatever. Bring them on in.
4: (laughs) You know, Crystal at one point in time did did join the FA, and then she lost track of it because she couldn't remember her password. Or no, 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 her password wasn't working. See, that that goes
2: right back into into that that computer skills question.
1: Uh-huh. Let's say that again. It goes back into the what?
3: Computer skills question.
1: <laughs>
0: God's
4: sakes. No, she actually has excellent computer skills. A lot better than my brother. My brother accidentally one time deleted the entire MS-DOS on a <laughs> Windows 98 computer. That's hard <laughs> to do. It's so hard that that IBM stared at the computer for, like, hours trying to figure out how the hell he did it. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even know how he did it.
2: (laughs) Haniganism for that, please.
1: What was that? Uh, Haniganism for that?
2: (laughs) Yeah, please. Computers.
1: Someone screwed something up.
2: Sweet.
3: I uh I work on computers. My roommate does a lot more of it nowadays, but uh I've got some stories, but nothing really worth on yeah. air mentioning.
1: Well, what Mike's saying is that he can't. All right, I'm gonna give I'm gonna say some words, and this will confuse Hannigan. CD-ROM, mouse, keyboard, speakers, printer, parallel port, uh, USB drive. I've now confused him, okay? This is how little he knows of computers. He knows that if we sit him in front of a keyboard, he can piss off the entire Jedi community, but beyond that, he knows nothing. And I had to throw that one at you, brother, and I meant it with love and humor.
2: If it's not Facebook, Skype, or, uh, com, I'm lost.
1: Yeah, <laughs> You
3: My motherboard it. doesn't even have a parallel port.
1: Yeah, mine either. And I built this w- this computer from the ground up, which is really it really surprised me because I was gonna look, hook the uh, printer into this one and then run the network through it. And I had to actually <laughs> hook it into an older computer. I was like, really? Are you kidding me? Oh, why not?
2: I have a Jedi topic. A okay. great All, topic. Right. All right. All right. So. As you guys know, we had a Virginia meetup last night. We had, uh, Jordan, Paris, Amy, oh, big tall dude, um, Leo. Leo. Some dude named Casey, and then some guy, we, me and Paris were still trying to figure out who he was. We thought he was a roommate of some sort, and then of course myself. I have now learned humility from this meetup. Leo went off about I seriously didn't think you were real I didn't think that you were just went about things that I've done and said yeah um, I'm looking forward to the gathering but I'm also kind of afraid of it realizing exactly what I've done so I, I learned a lot yesterday and you know humility being a Jedi factor there's a topic for us
1: you're gonna be, you're gonna be fine. But I, I, agree with you. Um, and I think humility is necessary, not just for Jedi, but I think any path you've got to have some humility, because ego is great, but ego can get your ass kicked. Humility is that counterbalance that keeps ego from just smacking you around. At the end of the hey, day. Take
4: the word ego, because we'll return back to that as soon as I'm done with this application. I, I'm still stuck on the map. I have a, I've got a calculator out now. <laughs> I
2: think Allie, he's okay for paper-inflated ego, not actually ego-ego.
1: Right, right. And there's the thing. Having an ego is necessary. Having an ego that is the size of Texas, eh... when when you start when you start calling yourself a Jedi God um, you know things like that can kind of uh, kind of put people off
2: that was next week's title
1: next week title next week are you serious
2: (laughs) (laughs) no lesson with you Um, I thought
1: I thought you were going to put that I thought you were going to put that for the show Jedi Gods and how to become one Hmm. You would have the highest call-in base, but none of them would want to be talking to you. They'd be wanting to talk at you.
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be honest with this one. I'll tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. If I had a show that blew out our Skype connection, I would almost feel like it accomplished. It would be pretty interesting. Imagine how many people you have to call to blow up Skype. We had, what, 11 this people is, after This me? is true. Yeah.
1: This is very true,
2: very true. I thought, I thought I would have, like, three listeners, and two of them would be on the panel. Seriously, I did not even expect uh, what happened last now, Tuesday.
1: Now, here's one for you. Now, humility, I agree, but real humility or false humility? Because talking to you in person, you've got humility, brother. Um, you know, but I, I see a lot of people who go with false humility on the forums. Allie. What? Allie. What are you talking about? False humility. You
4: think I have false humility?
1: They had to basically promote her to master at gunpoint at FA. (laughs)
2: Because she's
1: dodged the title for so many years.
2: I'll keep the comment to myself.
1: You like don't do this to me when I'm when I'm doing math. <laughs>
4: that's one thing, but I w- I want to hear this. Expand upon this. Why do you think that that's false humility?
1: Because the thing is, a lot of people are qualified to lead the Jedi. Here's the thing I've noticed with the Jedi, and this this is really centering on humility. Trust me, there are those who are not qualified to lead the Jedi, but do okay in mass groves they show up they open websites websites crash they open new websites they become they become masters they take on fifteen apprentices at one time their apprentices uh, determine that the Jedi way is bullshit and then leave this is, this is something I've seen happen time after time people make fake personas they bullshit their way through stuff they don't get up they don't be honest they don't be who they are I gotta give the Sith this much at least they be honest um, that's a scary thought, isn't it? The Sith are honest and the Jedi lie. Um, it makes as much sense as anything else. But that's then those that are qualified, those that are most qualified, say, oh, no, no, I don't feel that I'm I'm ready. I don't feel that I'm qualified for this or that, or what have you. And David says his phone is giving him the black screen of death. Holy fuck crack man David our prayers are not only with your family but with your phone at this point
2: I didn't touch your phone whoever told you it was me I yeah. swear Hannigan it wasn't. did not perform Reiki on your phone
3: pull the battery from the back give it a few minutes try again
1: and with his internet connection he should hear that sometime tomorrow
2: are you sure your phone is turned on
1: Oh, my God. we're, we're playing tech support. Anyway, those that are most qualified to lead the Jedi, those that really have its best interests at heart, are most often the ones that sit in the shadows. They're the ones that you've got to elect them to positions, you've got to push them and shove them and poke them and prod them. And even upon accepting any position... They always say something along the lines of, I don't feel I'm worthy of this, or I don't think I'm ready, or I do not want to take this response. I've I've heard the speeches a thousand times (laughs) over. This is the thing that gets me. Most of the Jedi, not all, not all groups, but most of the Jedi that become masters are usually self-proclaimed most of them that get moved to a position of power is only because they can afford the web hosting fees and know how to keep sites up and running. And I just find this as a problem. Okay. And by the same token, one of the reasons I don't open up and run a site is because I don't want to get bamboozled or uh, bushwhacked or whatever the term is in someone trying to make me into a master because I know how far I have to go. Um, But I see a lot of people that really should take the title. Just, they won't. They they don't even like taking the title night. And I think Allie knows at least one of them that I'm talking about.
4: If I've got the one, uh I'm thinking of the right person, you mean the one yeah. that I know in person? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that'd be okay. the one. But um meanwhile we have we we seem to and it's not as bad as it was, don't be wrong, but give it a month or two, it'll happen again. We'll have this influx of powerful masters. Oh, you have no no idea. My my martial arts are so effective that I can kill a man with my pinky finger I can I can jump through the air twenty feet, you know, without a trampoline and I'm like, Wow, that's really impressive. Can you get a picture a <laughs> picture of yourself posted up so that we might see this incredible body you've built that can pull this off? No, no. My camera won't do that.
2: My martial um, short instructor said I cannot reveal said secrets on videotape.
1: Exactly. I cannot present a picture of myself for the government has secret agents looking for me or what have you. Um do you know why I started posting my picture?
4: None. You
1: want to see how sexy you are? Yeah, exactly. At 350 pounds, which is why I started posting my pictures, and I'm like at 289 now. So if you look at the difference, you can see that you can see that I'm a lot smaller of a man than I was. But I figured this: if I could get up there and show my picture and put a face behind a name, it would open some kind of uh, pathways to people. It would kind of let people know that, you know, there's a person behind what's being said. And more importantly, there was no way I was going to hide from myself. There is no way I can look at you and say, yes, I am a Kung Fu master with this body. Uh Uh-uh. Um, I don't even think I would make a good example of a master of self-control with this body. Um, maybe with this one right now, I'm starting to present that. But, uh, not back when I first started posting the pictures. No, no, no. I knew exactly what I looked like, but I thought that it was time that we all stopped hiding behind fake personas. And this, I guess what I'm getting at is those with a false humility, um, that's being too humble, I guess, is what I'm getting at. When one becomes, where they force themselves to be humble instead of being honest. Because humility is not humility is not saying, "Oh, no, no, I'm not worthy." Humility is recognizing truth of the self. And I'm going to pick chaos as our, our humility example for this. Chaos.
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you'll like you'll like my reason for it. Um, someone walks up behind you in a dark alley, pulls a gun on you. Do you believe your martial arts are sufficient to allow you to disarm them with no risk to yourself?
5: No, he'd have my wallet so fast he wouldn't know what
1: happened. <laughs> you, would, <laughs> you would use that ancient technique of
2: wallet handing.
5: I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, have my shoes and my underwear if you wanted it.
2: Uh, <laughs> so, I'll give you guys an example. Broad daylight, true story. Sitting at a bus stop in Akron, Ohio... Dude walked up, pulled out a gun six feet away. He's like, your wallet, cell phone, whatever. I'm like, here you go. Honestly, my wallet was empty, which was actually pretty hilarious. And my <laughs> cell phone was covered.
5: Yeah, I don't ever That's have funny. any money. I think I'm going to get shot because I don't have money. He's going to be like, are you serious? But, no, yeah, well, the thing about guns or any we- I try to avoid any weapons. Yeah, I love the spar with swords and knives. Don't get me wrong, but... Because I've sparred with like, and you know, even I've even had the the good fortune of sparring with a shock knife, um, which we're trying to procure, but they're really expensive. Uh, you know, it, there's <laughs> there's no. I always I always look at it this way. There's always been times where I'm like, wow, I probably would have bled out before I got to the hospital. So when weapons are involved, I want to get. You know, sparring's one thing, and sparring's enjoyable, and that's the, that's the dissonance there because sparring can be enjoyable with weapons. When in real life, you know, one person goes to the hospital, the other person goes to the ho- or goes to the morgue, right? And the other guy in the hospital could go to the morgue later. Um, plus, if you ever been if you ever been stabbed, you know what it's like. I mean, it's, it's incredibly painful, and it's just like you know. Uh, I would only defend against a weapon seriously if they tried to take me somewhere else, and I learned that from a seminar. Uh, if they try to take you to a secondary crime scene you're better off not going at all costs but if they just want something from you right there, give it to them, let them go away but if they try to take you or say you're coming with me, you do not at all costs so that's where I draw the line on any weapons defense
2: you know, honestly, you'd rather get killed in the middle of public versus what they can actually do to you at the secondary crime location
5: right, and and I'm a big big no-no on that too
1: All right, now here's my second question. Uh, I'm establishing humility here with chaos. Oh. (laughs) He's like, now, some guy comes up to you, he starts talking shit, and you see him pull his fist back. And um, you know what I'm talking about, the old haymaker cock, you know, where they they pull it back like the Rocky Balboa. Do you believe you would have any difficulty stopping this person at that point?
5: No, I never do with just empty hands. You know that doesn't mean it, I couldn't that it wouldn't happen. I just don't think about that at the time. You know, because I've been I've been I've lost sparring matches a bunch of times, but I never think about losing. I always think, yeah, I'm going to win this, and then after exactly. I'm like, oh, maybe next time.
1: <laughs> and, and and that's what I'm talking about. False humility would be if you were to look over and go, oh no no no. There is always this this chance that this person is going to defeat me in this, despite my training or what have you. And the person in question could be a toddler, okay? Um, but we see it. We see this. We see this on forums. We see it. People bullshit the false humility when they've got skills in areas, when they've got knowledge of various things. Um, people who've been meditating for years have reached a state of inner peace. And they're like, I, I still have much to work on. I'm like, what do you have left to work on? <laughs> A friggin' missile could hit your house, and you'd be there, well, that's just too bad, isn't it?
5: <laughs> right, well, it's, yeah, you're right. In the martial arts community especially, you know, you have, you have people that won't... It's like uh, it's like anathema to say that you're good, which I have no problem. I've said it on my show. I know, I, you know, I, I, I don't care about saying I'm good. I, I never said I was the best. I'm sure there's plenty of assholes out there who can beat me up sparring or, you know, in, you know, in a non-sparring confrontation. They could just shoot me if they were really angry and there was nothing I could do about that. But I have no problem saying I'm good at something I've been doing for two decades, you know. It's, it's you know, either I'm good or I'm still bad, which would make me question, you know, then I'd, oh, I'm still bad. You know, I'm still bad. Let's think about that. I, I just think it's being honest, you know? It's being honest. You can say they're good and not be um, egotistical about it, it's, you know? There's nothing to be ashamed of about saying or being good at something, you know?
2: Well, it's, it's hold, on, a, hold on a second. Charles, I'm going to cut you off, but, all right, you know, let's talk about the forums. You know, let's throw some plugs out there. Unified Jedi, Jedi.org, they're gone, but whatever. That's where a lot of our things have happened. You know, I remember at one point I said I'm a martial artist, Next thing you know, people are like, if you say that you're a martial artist, that you've earned a black belt, people think that in your head, if you say such things, that you think you're just a shiznit, and then a false humility BS. I don't know if we're cursing the show or not, so. No, that's fine. It's good for All right. I did. Think <laughs> well, Chaos would we just expect that from you, sir. <laughs> okay. But, you know, let's be honest. If you say, I'm a martial artist, people think that, you know,. They compare you to that mythological figure that was on TV. What's his name? Uh, Bruce. uh, What was that guy's last name? Oh, Lee. That's right. If you say you're a black belt or you're a martial artist, you know, apparently you've been given grace that's beyond Jedi grace. You know, a baby gate won't trip you up or anything like that. You know, you can run faster than a speedy bullet, more powerful than Charles going to Christian dreams. Just something. You know, they think that you're all that. So they put false stability bullshit oh, I am not worthy, I just got my first degree black belt, but I am not worthy. Bullshit. Okay, you earn your first degree black belt, every martial artist out there, chaos, you have got to agree with me. You had a great sense of pride knowing what you accomplished to get to that belt.
5: Oh but, yeah, it took years. Yeah, it, it took years of work, sweat and blood and Yeah, of course.
2: <laughs> did you say I'm not worthy, or did you say about effing time? Honestly right.
5: I was like this is awesome Yeah I, I didn't say I'm not worthy I knew I was worthy What I had been put through You know there was no question in my mind I had earned what was given to me You know
2: <laughs> I'd be like Allie You know Allie went through friggin MP training as much like dog dogged her for MPs She went through MP training That would be like her you know Getting to friggin site and being like Oh I'm sorry I'm not worthy for this job Put me back in training please that's what the false humility people reminded me of. It was, drove me absolutely batshit crazy dealing with those bastards. And truth be told, I would love to point out names, but we're not going to go there. Humility is a good thing. Humility is actually, you know where your skills are. Chaos knows where his skills are. I know where my skills are. Chuck in boxing knows where his skills are. And it's good. You know, we're not. we don't exaggerate how good we are. We know where we're good at but the best thing about knowing how good we are or what we're good in, we know where we suck. Let's be honest. Yeah. My Taekwondo, my Shaolin Kempo. I have you at feet range. I have you at hands. Knees and elbows are going iffy. You get me on the ground, I'm either a turtle or... I won't say the other term. A Vegas girl. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's going to happen.
1: And see, I'm the opposite. If I can get into what most people's knees and elbows range is because of my short, stocky frame, I'm golden. And once I get out of that range, I'm screwed. It's like the world turns bad for me. It's like, what the hell?
2: Chaos. If they can keep you at a distance with, you know, since you're more grappling art, if I'm correct, you're more grappling arts. So if we're sparring, if you get in on me, I'm done in like five seconds. Now, if I could keep out on you, would you have the same disadvantage? do you think?
5: Oh, yeah, well, I know that yeah, I know that from experience i visit I visit other dojos you know, I pay math fees, you know that's how I tried to get a, a ground game going, and uh you know a striking game going, although when I did boxing, well, I had to get my legs in some sort of order because I did boxing for five years, and that was enough for the hands but um, you know it, in my own dojo i'm I'm the sensei, and I have the most experience and what keeps you humble is when you visit somebody else in a different style and, and, and they, for lack of a better term, wipe the floor with you or maybe it's just a little less embarrassing than that. You know, you're, you're the one breathing hard. You don't know what happened. You're confused as to where you went wrong. You know, so, uh, <laughs> you know, everything was going great. You know, especially when I'm trying to stay within the bounds of their style. You know, I'm like, I'm not doing my thing. I'm here to learn your thing. And then I'm just like, crap. Oh, yeah, but, you know, martial arts ha- keeps you humble because, I mean, especially if you're meeting other martial artists, they they show your, your limits so plainly. And no amount of talking. I mean, I could trash talk all day, and then they'd be like, right, well, come onto the mats or come onto the floor or wherever you happen. Come on to come onto the grass. And, and then it doesn't really matter how well you built yourself up, either in your mind or to him, because your performance is going to speak for itself. That's why I'm quiet about it. <laughs> when, I, when I go into another dojo, I just shut my mouth. I don't try to teach, I don't offer ideas I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll do what you do And I'm just going to stay quiet Because this is going to go badly You know
0: <laughs>
2: just I, I have a question When Justin wakes up Is he going to be like, who the F Broke on the account Recorded it or posted <laughs> it
4: Ow! Oh, my knee
0: God
5: punished you for laughing at Justin
0: <laughs>
4: no, that, that was me standing up, trying to stand up because I've been sitting senseless style in a chair.
5: Well, hey Charles, I'll bring up something about humility, and this is this goes for Jedi or Sith um, that I've noticed. Here's what it is: to be a Jedi or, or Sith, or if you're going to stick to any sort of paradigm for it, uh, you have to have you got to you got to be good or adept at several things, right? You know, you can't just be good at martial arts. Some don't even care about martial arts, but we'll just say, you don't even have to be good at martial arts, you also have to be good at, like, ten other different things, or at least have a working knowledge of them, we'll say. Now,
0: He's here's on the, the thing.
5: Oh, is he?
1: Yeah, I'm Charles, back. you left me hanging. Oh, so you- Sorry. <laughs> I had to pee. Bad.
5: So, do I have to repeat everything I said, or did you hear it?
1: I heard the very last part. And okay. I take that to mean to be a Jedi You've got to be more than just a master of martial arts
5: Well, Jedi or Sith Jedi or exactly. anything You've got you to have a working knowledge of several uh, Schools of thought Schools of practice, we'll say For for, So it's not just thinking But, you know, I'm always thinking When this first started You know, when, when it forced realism Well, I'll use the broad term And it's Ali's term And it's props Allie, So it's... Uh, it's When we used the Force realism, we didn't didn't have that. You had people that were good in certain things. And now everyone has to cross-train. So I think when you get, like, when you had older masters, well, what the hell were you a master of? You didn't even know what the... Well, here's the other thing that works against having no criteria or having mixed criteria. You know, somebody could say they're a Jedi master but have no agreeance with you what that means. So when you think of humility and you're thinking, well, you don't know this, and I think you should, doesn't it come across, doesn't it hit, like, a, like, a sort of a wall when you're, when you guys don't even have the same criteria for this, whether you call it Jedi realism, Jediism, Jedi, I, whatever, I mean, you guys don't even have, like, a working of the same, I know it's being worked on or it's being tried, but, um, I mean, do you think that's what, where it's been with the humility thing? Could it also be, it's like, uh, it's not necessarily false humility or lack of humility or lack of understanding, it's just that nobody wants to agree on the same thing.
4: Well, see, here's the thing, is that most of the time we do agree on things, but most of our or- most of the people in our orders don't realize that we do. That's something that I know Jack's noticed when she went around different orders and she brought it up at Institute. And it's something that I've noticed, and I think yeah. Opie even called, up- called people out on it. But we all have a working definition that's very similar to the last or to to another order. The only thing we don't have is how should we go about training it?
5: Right, right. Well, you work mainly online so it's going to be hard regardless. Although, you know, you have your... uh Go ahead.
4: Thank you. I only say that because Charles and I got into an argument over this earlier. <laughs>
2: Wait, wait, you think I don't know what my Padawans are up to? I put them through hell. Yeah, it's an online thing, truth be told. Stella, I can only deal with online, because where she is. But Sarah, I talk to her often enough, where I know when she's hitting a gym and stuff like that, and I know she can't lie to me, because, let's say, you know, The Gathering. If Charles tells me he can run for 16 miles straight, do 15,000 push-ups and I ask him to run two miles, and he falls over after, like, a mile <laughs> and a half, I'm pretty much going to know he's not doing it. But let's My see, padelons, see,
4: now that we have this technology that we're getting into, like, you talked with Stella on, um, on Skype. So, and even though it's kind of difficult, probably, for you to understand what she's saying, I'm sure now that you probably do, but when you were first un- learning how to understand what she was saying, it was probably difficult. For some people it's easy because I dealt with with people that can't speak English as their primary language for a long time, aka me. <laughs> and that's not really to boast, it's just to say I've been to like different countries. So <laughs> I deal with people that, that speak various or speak English as a second language all the time. And the the thing is is now we're getting to a point where maybe we'll be able to we'll be able to remedy the problems that we've been facing in the past. But still, Charles brought up that in order to prove to, to anybody that you're actually doing, say, a martial arts skill, all you'd have to do is videotape it. But some people don't have the money to have a video camera right now. We're not okay. to a point where that stuff is cheap enough for just anybody in the world to get it.
2: Well, let's look at this, Allie. I don't want to call you out, but since you were in my, my Reiki program... You know, think about the way we are now versus seven years ago. A Skype Reiki program, really? None of us would have thought about it. It's an online thing you're doing, but do you feel that you you benefited from it? You gained something out of it.
4: I gained knowledge out of it. Um, and I only say that because yeah, I think I finally figured out why the Reiki attunement didn't work for me. <laughs> I'll get into that later with you on... a. Uh on uh, a personal note <laughs> maybe it was part of the room but um <laughs> but yeah I I did get knowledge out of it and the I I got understanding out of it too because I could have easily picked up a book and gotten that knowledge. But I might not have understood it now that now that I had somebody to clarify information, okay, now I'm understanding what I'm getting into. I'm seeing what you're seeing. But, like you said, years ago, that problem, that wasn't the case. I mean, we started the whole Force Realist movement, and really it became Force Realist after 1998, when F.A. brought in the dark and the shadow and light aspects and whatnot. But... Okay, I just read... Uh, Right now I have the chat room on eye level. I just read what Hannigan wrote. I should hit you. Anyways.
1: <laughs> um, oh, my God, he's disconnected, too.
4: Oh, thank it, He didn't even get to hear me say that.
1: He probably did, and then he probably thinks I dropped him. <laughs> I should just hit you. Click. We, we know <laughs> Chuck's very happy. Yeah, she, she scares internet connections.
5: <laughs> no, no, what I mean, I don't mean that online s- is stopping the process, though. What I mean is... Um,
1: it makes it more difficult.
5: It doesn't make it more difficult. What it was is it was taken advantage of. Like, uh, uh, yeah. n- not in a good way. Like, you want to take advantage of things, right, obviously, the resources. What it is is it was it was abused because, like you said, you could have a 14-year-old Jedi Master, you could have... Anybody, You could have anybody basically claim anything. Nobody has to verify anything because nobody was communicating past, uh, ty- you know, typing, basically. Um, and when you type, you can sound as smooth as you want. You can look as smooth as you want. You can present yourself how you are. You know, that's what I love about the radio shows is you can hear, you can hear when we're like, when we lose a thought, when we're like, um, oh, what the hell? I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> you know, I've done it before. I've been talking and I'm looking at something and then I'm like, "Oh God, I'm talking. What, about, what did I just say?" And then I'm, you know, and I'm like, um, "So anyway, uh, you know, so it's you know how people talk, you know, and and how people get along. And of course, there's the gatherings and uh, you know, there's no groups down here or anything. And I'm definitely not the one to start a Jedi group, but uh,
0: <laughs> you
4: know, just um, no, just for Sith group, just make sure that none of your Sith end up in jail because then I'll have to come after you.
5: Well, we do the same thing we do at our dojo, we run background checks.
2: Um, <laughs> we, I love using handcuffs, so she'll come find you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're hand irons. You know, chaos brings up the point that I guess he's kinda hitting on what I was kinda trying to hit at hit hit at. Yeah, it's been taken advantage of. And I think with the online right now, my big thing. Is i I think there's a way around it, but I don't think I don't think video is really gonna be that big of a deal. You can find a video camera for like twenty bucks I mean don't be wrong, it's not gonna be grade a quality, but it'll get the video made It'll prove that you're at a certain level of weight
4: of getting that video camera what let, let me explain something right now. I actually went into that, I, I explained this to David, but when I say I'm going in for a job search, what I'm saying is, I'm not kidding when I tell you guys that we're in a bad way right now. And by that, um, I really mean that we have like $400 every month to eat off of, and that includes getting formula. And that's,
3: Richard and I am.
4: that's after all of our bills. Like, that is nothing left for us to do anything with.
1: Right, and I can understand that. And I can see making an exception for that time frame that an individual is having issues. But what happens five, six, seven years down the line? People take advantage of the fact that we can't... Anyone who's who's in that bad of a situation for that long period of time that they can't even afford a $20 camera, they don't need to be worrying about being a Jedi or a Sith or anything else. They need to get their life back in order first.
5: Well, that's that's probably the best point. And Allie, actually, you just uh, screwed the pooch on that because even though you, you've, you've shot videos, even though...
4: Yeah, have at a point in time when I was in the military and I had this stuff. But some right, well, people come to the Jedi community because they don't, they can't think of anywhere else where they can learn to, where they can get other things that they need. Like personal development. Okay, we'll put it this way I know somebody personally who's in the Jedi community who lives on the streets. That's all they do. They live on the streets and they get on the internet via, like, the library because they have nowhere to go and the economy's so bad they can't even try to. There's no way for them to get a job. Or at least that's their, their perception level at this point, because I guess they've, they're, they've been broken as far as that goes. So they come to the Jedi community to get a level of something that they need to get a, a personal need fulfilled by being in the community. And these people can't go and get videotapes. They can't do any of this stuff.
1: Um, I think the statement you made that they've been broken is really the first point I would make that while they I'm not saying remove people from the community. Okay, let me make this clear first. Because what I'm going to say is really harsh. Okay? But If you're a Jedi, if you're broken, you're going to get unbroken at some point. You're going to get back up. You may not get back up all at once or right away, but that's part of the requirement. Um, And I hate to say it, but there's a difference between being in the community and being a Jedi. And I'm going to use a couple well-known examples, and I'm going to use a couple uh, less-known examples... Let's take Mendes and Kit, who's not officially taken the name Jedi in forever. Let's take me, who I still don't officially take the name Jedi. I'm thinking about it. But I I still don't think I fit the description well enough.
2: Um, You know, I'm going to pause it.
1: You're going to pause it, or you're going to close (laughs) it? I didn't hear that. Okay, he paused it. That's neat. (laughs) That's the first ever we've had a KOA show pause, and for that, his connection dropped. Holy hell! (laughs) Apparently, he's in a closet. (laughs) And he's not getting good reception from in there. Um, We've all all been in a bad place before, okay? Trust me, I know. And maybe they're in such a bad place, they'll never get out of it. Granted, they're getting on a computer at some point. I truly believe that if you're getting on a computer and you're posting pictures of yourself even, that the very least you can do is post a picture of yourself with, uh, you know, maybe just a picture of yourself. I I can learn more about someone taking up a stance, and I hate to say that because stances are really, really bad examples of martial arts. It's like martial arts when it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing, which is moving. But I can tell more by the stance that someone takes up than I can by what they write. And I can tell more about a picture of them if they say I'm working on getting my body into into a better condition than I can by even seeing their exercise routine. Because the exercise routine is only going to tell me what they want to tell me. Whereas a picture of their body is going to tell me everything else. And it's even going to tell me the stuff they can't control. Like their metabolic rate. Like their genetic code. It's going to tell me what they're struggling through. Okay, If you're posting a calorie count and you're being honest. This is just for weight loss as an example. You're posting a calorie count. You're being honest. And you're posting an exercise routine. And you're at a plateau. Then if you're being honest on all those things. We can tell you're struggling with something we can tell, as a community, that you're hitting a genetic barrier of some kind. Which is fair enough. Shit like that exists. Um, at least, at the very least, if you're posting pictures, we know that if you're bullshitting, you're going to feel real bad about bullshitting, and you're probably going to stop at some point, just from the internal social pressure. Unless you're just lying to lie, and... You're trying to make yourself feel better, in which case, it still won't do any good. Um, but a lot it's of the like outrageous is... about this, and
4: as soon as you're done, we, we should totally take this topic into exactly what do we define Jedi as.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get to that, but I wanted to ask a question first. At what point did someone do something so bad in the history of mankind that the term screwed the pooch became a term? Chaos, Because every time I hear someone say, you screwed the pooch on that one, that's the first thing that comes to my mind.
3: And I'm not I'm not speaking from personal experience on this. <laughs> but, uh, there are websites dedicated to... we uh, would you say that
2: phrase? Oh, let's wow. drop this.
1: Yeah. Right now...
2: Uh, we, no, 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 no. The
1: Knights of Awakening do not somebody. support... The Knights of Awakening do not support pooch screwing or any events that you might do that would be considered screwing the pooch in any shape or fashion but, but most specifically
5: the rusty trumpet
1: oh I knew you would put that live but I did not know at what point you would do it <laughs> and don't make me break out my rusty war hair.
2: no it's chaos it's chaos chaos will get away with it it's alright <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I anyway. don't know that, but yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, The thing is, I just had to, had to make the joke, the, the screwed poop joke, because whenever someone says that, I'm like, at what point did someone do something so bad that's like, yeah, you fucked the dog on that? I'm, what? How did that become a comparison? Anyway, back to the Jedi thing.
2: That would be 1998. That's when 1998 and FA accepted a person. Don't ask me what my name is. I think it was Sheldon something <laughs> into the community. That's when that started.
1: Oh Dude. wow! You mean you mean the administrator in charge talked to whatever council was there, and they were like, "Dude, you might as well be screwing dogs at this point for having made a mistake like that."
4: Wow.
1: I'm sorry. Ah, that's ah.
2: that was not a job at FA.
4: to say I hope not. Because we're still we're still holding strong. Whereas other organizations that I want
1: you to consider this, okay? I want you to consider this in FA's favor, okay? I looked into the Jedi community at around two thousand two, two thousand three, but was unable to join because I did not have internet. I had home, just didn't have any communications with the outside world. And I was living as a hermit <laughs> for all intents and purposes. Um, the sites that I looked to that gave me a basis for the idea of what the Jedi were doing were entirely different from the ones that I showed up to. And none of them existed by the time I actually got online. Um, You know, I went over to a library, I looked at some stuff, and I was like, that's interesting. This is very similar to what I'm doing. I'll go use something similar with my training. And then I pulled from books drastically. By the time I got online... I thought the Jedi were developing the same direction I was, so I was like, all right, I wonder, wonder how many of these martial arts-based energy-using, you know, philosophically deep people I'll run into. And I hit the Jediism Way website, and I, was, I had a culture shock effect. hit me. Um, the FA's been around since that, since when I first looked around, and it's still around. So, uh, yeah, and um, the site that I joined up when I first showed up, TJW, is dead gone. I think even gave it to someone else, and then that person killed it. He, like, gave them the uh, freedom to use the name, and then they uh, buried it. I mean, buried it. One of their first mistakes in burying it was using some of my writing, because I called them out on it. But that's besides the point. Um, Because remember, Chuck don't like it when you use his writing without his permission. I get very touchy on that shit. (laughs) Um, but I've given permission to some sites to use it, so it's cool enough for the ones that can. Uh, anyway, my point is, FA's been going strong for a while, and proving, proving that a person is improving as a Jedi has become very difficult. And here's the thing. A lot of people say it's because it's so hard to do. It's just, it's so hard to prove that they're doing this and they're improving in these ways. And this is... These are the same people that are posting two different profile pics every month. Uh, Obviously have access to a computer because they spend every waking moment on their forums. Um, They're forumites. They're like fobbits, except they're forbits. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay? They're forbits. They're Do you understand what a
4: fobbit is?
1: I know what a fobbit is. They're found only on the base.
4: No, they're found only on combat bases.
1: Yes, I get it. Trust me, a 4 is very similar, but they're only found on forums. I'm just saying they, it's
4: really hard for me to hear somebody that's never been in the military saying that.
1: I've known you long enough. I feel like I've been in the military, but I mean, that's
2: careful, Chuck. It shall get violent. <laughs> um. Well, my father was
1: in the Navy, so I'll use that as a. I'm, 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 I'm a child of a veteran, so. Um. In any event, look, we've got so many forumites. That's that's Andy's term for it. We're going to pull the Andy term from the Andy book of terminology for Getai. Forumites, ones who have never seen the sun, who <laughs> exist only on forums, and who have they are only myths and or legends. Up until 2011, see Hannigan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that picked. exists, you no. Know- is that Hannigan character, you know what? They were at a meetup the other day. He was talking about appearance fees and entry music and stuff. That guy, he's a myth. He's like six foot eight, two 280 pounds. Myth.
1: <laughs> but seriously, there are a lot of people that only exist on the forum. And what I mean is, you ask them, why don't you post your profile picture? Well, I'm ashamed of my weight. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> really? You gotta be kidding! You can't, you can't use that excuse with me, okay? Don't be wrong. I'm not proud of my weight. I don't run around going singing. I'm so sexy. I'm too sexy for my shirt or anything. But I am not so ashamed that I can't get the little digital Nikon out and snap a pic for you. All
4: right. Now um, see the other thing. You said that you can tell a lot from somebody's stance.
1: Yeah, the way they're standing can tell me a lot. Um. Because there are some things you'll do naturally as a martial artist, any martial art, to a degree. And there are some things you will do because you're copying what you think the stance looks like, and you think you've got it really well, and it'll be obvious that you're copying something from a book. There are things that if you, alright, if you say to me, Wait, I've been let's doing Let's say that you're completely book, book trained because you can't afford the classes. No, no, I I agree, but let's say if you're doing that and you claim that you're only training by book, then I would see it, and that's cool. But I'll give you the example. I spar every day 15 times a day with numerous challengers. Well, then your stance, if you're a karateka, is going to be a little bit different. And I know I pronounced it wrong. But your uh, stance is going to be a little bit different because if you've been sparring live with it, you're going to start shortening your stance a little bit. To give yourself a little bit more lead time and give yourself a little bit more uh, bounce in your step. But let, let's talk about you how do? you're
4: an SME on this.
1: SME for anybody that doesn't
4: know is subject matter expert. Let's talk about how you're an SME on this. Maybe Sensei Strange from Force Academy is also. He's an Aikido master who trained in Japan. I mentioned him earlier to you. Uh, maybe Chaos could. Maybe, maybe Vander could. But I'm not going to be able to say for sure that everybody who does martial arts in our group can really tell the same thing that you can. So how are, how would we judge just based on, okay, well, we are pretty confident that this person, uh, he, he actually is a live martial artist, he, does, he teaches in a dojo, so obviously he knows what his stuff is. But let's say that he doesn't and you look at it and you say, no, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about because this and this and this is wrong. With how he's doing this and yada yada yada. How do you really tell whether or not your es- your subject matter expert expertise is matched up with strangers? You see where my problems coming in now?
5: I would say, well, I would say if you were all judging on what a Jedi is, it better be the, the same. You better be able to tell the same things. You better be looking for the same things.
2: Okay, uh, I need to jump in on this know. one. Sorry, Chaos. Uh go ahead. Didn't mean to interrupt you, but you know, I have been the one who's talked about standards and guidelines since Did we lose him? That's what I love about a Kookie one. At least in a Kookie if I go to another Kookiewan school and says I'm a second, and say I'm a second degree black belt, they can verify at least my rank status through the Kookie and say yes, he earned it at this school on this day. Well, you're and right.
4: You have money to do this. Some people don't.
2: Oh no, I'll, I'll get right. into that one in a second. Now, trust me, I will cover. I have this objection covered. But um, and when I walk into a different one school, they have an expectation of what I should know. Now, if we're talking about the Jedi groups per se, let's say when I go back to Kansas, I reformed the Kansas Knights. All right. <laughs> And I say that you should have a first. You should be equivalent to a first-degree black belt in Taekwondo. It is now my responsibility to teach you everything that you should know to be that equivalent. It's my responsibility to make sure that you're there. So, if we want to push that as our as our standards and guidelines, that's going to be more chapter by chapter. Um, I'll use Illinois Jedi for a great example. If they they want to push,
4: here's another one: is that you're talking about physical. Physical groups and physical groups, I can see completely that somebody would make it a requirement that you have to do something from a martial art, because you can monitor that. And if you have, to, if you end up doing it, like partly in Jedi, a lot of us don't have money to go out and do martial arts. So Andy is our teacher, point blank. I'm going to put it out there. Andy is our martial arts teacher. So whatever, he'll give us things that we work on and whatnot, and from there he can help us progress as time goes on, even though we're only meeting up once a month, at this point. But these are physical meet-up groups. I'm talking about online. This is where things get complicated. Most of the people that train online are pretty much, all we're really going to turn out are any, are counselors. Con- is that how you pronounce it? Counselors? And not really oh, yeah. guardians, the unless they actively do it on their own, and that's, that's just their thing. Some people won't be, we won't be able to monitor. I mean, sure, I can monitor banders, because I know I've known Vannard for God, I've been in the community for ten years now. So yeah, I've known him for about ten years now, and I know for a fact that he does this stuff actively. But he was a master uh. about two years after I got to FA, or maybe he was a knight two years after I got up to FA. Oh, I don't remember. In either case, he made his master after I got to FA. But I it took me all that time. Well really, up until I got back from Iraq, to really see that he really was actively doing martial arts. And that was 2002 to 2008, so six years.
1: All right. 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 i Okay. I'll
5: I'll say, here's the thing. First off, here's how the dark side works. And and a lot of people claim to be whatever they want to be, but there's actually a real small group of people who we all consider um, equals, we'll say. Uh, you know, we, we there's a real small group of who we consider actual darksiders. You know, a lot of people claim and a lot of people can say whatever the hell we want. And we don't it's like unspoken. You know, it's like this unwritten book. But seriously, there is. If we were to list them, we would have the same list. Um,
4: I probably would have the same list, too.
5: Right, exactly. Exactly. It's that, it's that plain. Uh, but you see, here's the thing. It's like one of the first things we ask in the dark aspect is, is about your living conditions. You know, how's your life going right now? Uh, well, you know, if we heard you d- didn't have a job, we'd be like, sorry, got to get a job before we go any further. Got to get a job, got to get... It. You know, it doesn't have to be a great job. But see, here's the thing. The Jedi the is now hitting Necessity as Mother of Invention. You guys are hitting the point where you need... You guys are hitting the point where low budget ain't going to cut it. Let's put it that way. Uh, I, I understand that, you know, it, it can only stay grassroots for so long when you have so many people trying to be something. Like uh, like I, I'm with Charles. A homeless person can't, can't be a Jedi. Can be in the communities, can learn stuff, but should never be given rank. I understand that how the economy is. Don't get me wrong and stuff. Um, at the same time, there's just certain things like having a job and maybe a stable place to live is more important than any other training at that point that is your training get a job get a stable place to live i don't care if you got to move there's something you got to do differently find a family member who will take you in live with another jedi if you're so giving caring and sharing um this is the thing is uh it's ca- somebody whoever's responsible for the guardians of the jedi community are going to have to be making some trips at first See, uh, It's kind of like when you have a person who comes across the seas and establishes a school here because this actually happened. Just not from the, just not just the Japanese, but the Chinese, a bunch of people. They established schools in America. What do they have to do now? They then have to travel to America intermittently and keep up on the school. Yeah, they have a student that they sent there or whatever, but it's their responsibility to travel there and make sure that shit's going right now I don't know if you guys got to take donations or what you got to do for the money for somebody to do that but you need a group of people who are going to train people in martial arts or one person Uh, you know a group of people maybe they're just going to this is best this is not but you know whatever that that, that can be worked out later but they're going to have to make trips you're going to have to go see these people you're going to have to verify these things. You're going to have to get video going. It's going to have to, like I said, it's going to have to move beyond. It's going to have to move into a higher tech, which means higher expense. Uh, in, either, in either case, and don't get me wrong, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I have students, none of my other paying students know this, that are there for free. Okay? <laughs> they just are, because if they have the passion to learn, I'm not turning you away. I'm not turning anybody away with the passion to learn so I'll make that exception I'll take that hit
1: I'm nominating uh, you as a Jedi Master now
2: You know, uh, you. I, would, I have I, more I, respect I, for Chaos now than I did five minutes ago and <laughs> I am <laughs> Sarah you Cigata. gotta
5: understand we started in a garage and we'll go back to the garage we don't give a shit we'd rather be training and we'd rather have people that want to train
4: that would make you the second person that I know I I, pers- well sort of personally know I've actually met the other one in person Um, that offers free classes if the student ends up really needing to be that way. You are the second person. The other person um, is another F.A.R., actually. (laughs) Well,
5: I was always told that you never go into martial arts to make money. I was like, it's not a moneymaker. You don't see millionaires. Of course, that's wrong because you do. Some people do make it. But he's like, I was always told you never go into it to make money, and I never do. Because I just love to train. I love the martial arts. It's just, I love them. So when we have a student that can't pay it or they're, they're on hard times, all of a sudden they'll be like, yeah, well, you know, we'll just keep that between us, right? <laughs> you know, and he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I mean? Shh. You know, just see you next class or whatever. Shut up, you know. <laughs> Don't you know how to keep your mouth shut? You know, the same thing is uh, that that's the sacrifice you're going to have to make. If, if I wanted to set somebody up, say, just 50 miles down the road, now, we'll say we'll say in Georgia, that's a state over, or in Alabama. I would have to make trips there. I would have to make trips there to make sure he's keeping up to some sort of standard of what I caught. That doesn't mean he can't change some stuff, add some stuff, because I'm liberal like that. But at the same time, i got to make sure, like Hannigan said, that he is of the caliber of a black belt. And, and even if he did other new stuff and added stuff, you could tell if he was training his students in such a way. But that's the sacrifice that has to be made. And, yeah, it's going to cost money, and there's not everyone doesn't have that kind of money. But, I, like I said, donations, like Jedi missionaries, I don't know what you call them, what you do. Uh, but that that's where it's going to have to go. Um, you know, Because it, it's been grassroots for so long, especially since it was Internet conception. And this goes for the dark side, too, don't get me wrong. I've told people I want to get, um, you know, one of the, my night trials is they're going to have to do a show now on my show. If I ever take an apprentice they have to do a show oh, no. as a trial. And they're okay. going to have, they can send me videos, but doing a show gets them speaking to a bunch of people. And I would have you guys call in, you know, to mess with them. up <laughs> like that. Go ahead. You know like, I will.
0: <laughs> just
4: okay, you know, and I'll, you bring up a good point, but even at that the Jedi community attracts a very particular, uh, a very particular type of group, and because it's considered a religion by a good chunk of the people in it, um, I'm not going to say that all those people I include on my list of Jedi, let alone Jedi Knight or Master, but a good chunk of people that that claim that they want to be on this path now consider it their religion. To which. The only way that we can feasibly do something like that is if we can start setting. A, if one group could set up a physical church, in which case this is something, this is a goal of uh, Heartland Jedi uh, for the record. But it, you know, we're hoping that maybe we'll we'll beat out Chicago. But if we don't, we don't. <laughs> Anyways, um, but as, as soon as one of those springs up, then maybe that will be able to help other people get to a point where they can spring up their own. I know somebody right now who's trying to uh, get up enough money so they can start up a, uh, a resort of sorts so that we can have Jedi gatherings there at a cheaper price than all the other high, high-end high paying customers. That way we c- we could have our beginnings of a temple, so to speak. So, and these things I understand. I do. Um, I, of course... What's going to happen is it's mostly going to be on our east, our uh, Midwest to East Coast that will probably get this stuff on the ball rolling. Why? Because well, that's where most of our Jedi are, is in those areas. <laughs> well, most of our Jedi that are Jedi that are active, I should say, because the there are a lot of active um, there are Jedi in California and whatnot that are active, but they don't have groups. In fact, I think Washington recently got just enough people to start Uh-oh. a group and to
0: come.
1: I I want to hit on something earlier. Number one, I am not an expert on anything <laughs> martial related. I I may be the strongest amateur at best, and that would be uh, that would be pushing it, I think, honestly. Um, because I'm not a Golden Glove or anything. I'm just some dude who spars with people that are really friggin' strong.
4: Oh, I meant your SME. I, I meant that you are an SME and looking at a picture and telling what somebody's okay. right or wrong. That, that, that's what right. I was
1: referring to. And and here's here's the thing. It doesn't take a lot to tell if someone is doing what they say they're doing or if they're learning what they say they're learning. You talk to them, uh, you watch how they write and how they talk, and you keep a really perceptive eye. and then you take a look at the pictures and all right, I'll give you the example. Um, let's say they're practicing karate. I think karate is a prime example of this because karate is a very karates very misunderstood art form. Um, if you look at it and learn how it's supposed to be used, it's very dangerous, very deadly. And if you look at how it's usually taught, it's very dancy, very silly. a lot of art forms are like that. But my point is, you have someone who says, you know, my performance in my uh, martial art, my karate, is just insufficient. It's just not what I want it to be. Well, that's fine. It may not be what they want it to be, so you ask, what are you going to, what are you going to work on that? They say, well, I'm too big. I'm, I'm just, I'm too heavy and I can't move at the speed I want to move. Alright, are you working to lose weight? Yeah, I am. Alright, so they put up a picture once every month or two, okay? And in this picture, you can see they're getting bigger and bigger. They're not getting smaller and smaller, okay? You know, they started out at, you know, 235 and they're, you know, 4, 7, 417 uh, on month 5. you got to believe that something has went wrong with their game plan. And it may... I can't say through no fault of their own, because if you're gaining weight at that rate. But, you can tell they're not doing anything to correct it. So you ask them, well, what are you doing? Well, I've, I've switched over from eating one Twinkie a day to twelve. That's not <laughs> effective. Well, because I heard that if you eat more small meals a day, though, you wanted an excuse to eat twelve huh. Twinkies a day, and this was the best one you came up with. So, you ask them, well, why are you a Jedi? And here's the thing. Because now we're getting into what a Jedi is or isn't. They list everything but the martial aspect. They totally avoid it. They, if asked to qualify in it, is there anything, anything you can stretch your imagination to help you qualify for this? They say, well, you know, I was doing karate before I hit, you know, the 370 mark. And, uh, not so much now. Well, fuck. Lose your weight get back into it. Um, maybe by getting back into it you'll lose the weight, right? Of course you're well, also that
4: see and this is the other problem that I have with the with the martial aspect. And I get in the fights with people on this one all the time. I personally believe that a firearm, if you if you own one and you carry one, will qualify as your martial art. You still have to be physically in shape to be a Jedi. In my opinion, you sh- you should be striving to become physically in shape, at the very least, if you want to be just a Jedi at it. But when it comes to the martial aspect, me personally, I'm more about that gun.
5: Yeah, I would say a gun would classify as a martial art, but there's ways you could you could qualify that. Uh, like uh, even on my show, I said you would have to take a force on force handgun class, which is expensive, but uh, hell, handguns are expensive. Uh, if you can afford a handgun, you better be able to afford to go to the class. Also, you can show... You can you can take YouTube pictures. You, there's millions of YouTube pictures of people shooting at the range. Or they could just show what they can hit at 25 feet in a picture, and they're grouping and whatever. Or, you uh, know, I mean, you
4: could it, just send in a, a... What's the word there? I could just send you my, my target.
5: Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. That would be enough.
1: And... We would also know where it came from because it would have the postage on it. So that would be proof above and beyond even a picture. So thank you. We've removed the cost of the camera and replaced it with a far more efficient method, mailing something.
0: A copy All or
5: right. your concealed weapons permit wouldn't be a bad idea either.
1: There you go. It, if
5: Here's it's gonna be thing. a self defense, you want to be able to carry it somewhere with you. I mean if it's gonna stay at home I- you're attacked in
0: the street.
4: But that's where, that's, that's where a lot of the disconnect comes in too because a lot of people are like, No, that's not what martial arts should be. Mar- a firearm does not qualify at all as martial art. Well You're all neither like, does like, a like Tai Chi and karate.
1: Neither does a laser <laughs> chainsaw when you really think about it. Right. <laughs> at the end of the day. At the end of the day we can get a hold of firearms a lot better than we can chainsaws, so I suggest training with the firearm as opposed to, you know, carrying a chainsaw with you everywhere.
4: But that's where one—that's one of the reasons why we had such a di- we have such a difficult time when it comes to talking about the martial aspect, because everybody's it, like, it, okay, well, you need to be physically physically fit, all right? So I can do that with physical fitness.
1: If you were a guardian, I'm going to split guardian and and I'm going to give you my view, for what it's worth. If you were a guardian and you were only trained with the handgun, I would say that's insufficient, because a guardian should be able to give up whatever weapon they have on hand and still be effective. If you were a consular and you were only trained with the handgun, I'd say that's good. I might, might suggest some form of stick training, just for if you didn't have the firearm one hand because you can generally carry a walking stick anywhere. But that's only a might. It's only a maybe. It's not a requirement. It would only be a suggestion at that point. It would only be it would only be there to say please consider broadening your horizons. Not ne- not necessarily. This is the minimum. It would only be then a suggestion. But as a requirement, um, I think certainly the minimum for a consular who is more adept at using the force, more adept at using energy work, I would think the minimum would be some form of firearm or ranged weaponry. And I would include the bow and arrow in that. And I say to you this, okay? Chaos, the guy walks up the street, you see him draw a bow and aim an arrow at you. Why what would martial arts do you? I don't know because these guys hunt chaos down for some reason. It's not my <laughs> fault he he attracts this crowd. What is your solution to this?
5: I'd be like, Holy crap, is that a bow and arrow? And i try to get out of the way. I'd be like you know, first I'd be like, Holy crap, you know. <laughs> You know, because yeah, I I just would. not It would like, for the
4: headlights? Wouldn't it?
5: Yeah, I'd be like, is <laughs> me is somebody around? You know, I'd be checking. No, but seriously, yeah, I, I would. I would agree. I think. I think handguns. See, handguns are martial arts, especially now. Like I said, they got force. Yes. Uh, force handgun classes. They got different positions you shoot from. You know, you can drop to a knee and lower your profile and and shoot. Uh, which you know you would only do in certain situations. You can teach but people I mean, how to clear I mean, a house. That,
4: even at that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it to where you have to take that course, especially if you've already, if you are in say the military or, or like if you're an MP
1: or no, a police no, officer are, or something like that. You'll be no, able to provide proof. Trained. You'll be able to provide proof of your firearms capability. And at the end of the day, that's all anyone can ask. If I'm <clears> asking for proof of your martial arts capability as a guardian, what I'm asking is. Videos of you sparring, and I don't even care if you're any good at it. As long as you're doing, I'd expect you get better as time goes on. Don't get me wrong, um, but when someone takes a title like Guardian or Consular, and they say, "Oh, I have nothing to defend myself with," and I'm a Jedi, and I don't care what you insert the name with after that, I'm a Jedi librarian. I don't give a fuck. To be quite blunt, you may spend your time in the library, but you do every Jedi a disservice. If someone just beats you down into the ground because you had nothing to defend yourself with, you make the entirety of the group look bad. Uh, see that's a good question. question. Because okay, we we actually have a
4: guy in our in our group who. Ah,
0: <laughs> what so pretty you know, <laughs> <huh? laughs> annoys me. All right. Okay.
4: <laughs> he, we were talking about the Will of the Force. At, like, right after my, my show on the Will of the Force, we had a Jedi gathering the next day with uh, Heartland, and we got to talking about the Will of the Force, which we were on the subject of learning self-defense. Somehow we got on to learning self-defense, or we got on to learning, uh, or being able to being able to save yourself. Uh, some to that effect. And we asked we posed the question, if you were put in a life or death situation, would you just take it because he said he was a pacifist that's that's what it was. This is how we got onto this. He said he was a pacifist, so we were looking at him and we were like, okay, well, in the event that it's your life or theirs or or go combatant against them, you don't even all you have to really do is subdue them. You don't really have to. Like, beat them down. He goes, Yeah, I just, it, if it came down to that, it's my time to die. Yeah, uh,
5: okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, I got in an argument about that at the Jedi Way when it was still open, uh, Revan Elaine's site. There was a guy, there were several guys that brought up uh, personal experiences. One guy said there was a violent guy at a bus stop and he let the guy hit him until he got tired of it and went away. I said, you let him hit him until you got tired? What if he had great endurance and hit you for, like, an hour?
0: I was like, how (laughs) are you going to
5: let somebody hit you? He's like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm a conflict uh, conflict resolution. I was like, you didn't really, or no, he said conflict avoidance. I said, you didn't avoid it. He hit you. There was a conflict. You just decided to be the punching bag for it, you know? Yeah, all right. I can see where you get get annoyed with that. Yeah, go ahead, Charles. Sorry.
0: All right.
1: (laughs) I'm going to become very Jewish on this. (laughs) <laughs> okay. and what I mean by this, I was once it was once explained to me that you cannot convert to Judaism, and it's not true. But for certain sects of it, you can't. Um, you're either Jewish or you're not. And if if uh, someone seeks out one of the uh, synagogues, um, this tells you how much I know of the religion, um, and asks one of the rabbis about converting to Judaism he will instead suggest a number of other religions available for them to convert to. Okay? From the Jedi point of view, if someone looked at me and said, I am a total pacifist, if someone was threatening my life or the lives of others around me, I would allow it to happen because I would not feel it's a little force for me to do any of this. I would recommend a number of Buddhist and Taoist uh, groups and collectives that would be perfectly suited to their mentality and idea, um, strongly, I would recommend it. I would recommend it very strongly, or I would recommend they get ready for a lot of pain and suffering, because their training would consist of finding that part of them that doesn't want to get poked.
0: Well, okay. All
5: right, Let, let's, <laughs> let's let's just throw this out there, and, and, and this is a quote that Ali put in the F.A. It said, Unlike the dark aspect, the light aspect is not about the individual. And here's what it is about being a Jedi. Can I assume that you guys will have such a criteria that there are people who will be refused upon admission of being a Jedi?
4: We will like, not. Okay, we will not refuse teaching them, but we will refuse to make them knights or uh, than higher than you just know, you're a Jedi, 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 Jedi addict. Which is somebody that's seeking to become a Jedi.
1: I muted it for a second.
4: If you do not, uh, if you don't meet certain criteria and you don't show, basically what we idealize as somebody to be a Jedi, then we're not going to promote you.
5: Okay, no, that's that's good. I because, you know, I, I, it, it's kind of like I teach in Ikea even though it's not called a keto at the school, people get like an icky feel. They think it's gonna be very soft for them, and we get people who come in and then they're like, "You know, I thought this was something different because it's not who we are. That's just not who I am, you know, my attitude, you know, you know. It's just uh, right. It's not what we teach." And they're like, "I'm like, well, that's, you know, I'm sorry. What you assumed, what it was, I explain. I usually explain it to them and get them on the map beforehand. I was like, I don't know what you think it was, but, you know, this isn't. Maybe this just isn't for you. Maybe you gotta go do." Something else, you know. I don't, you know, and I haven't listed anything for him all the sometimes, not all the time.
0: And you so know, what? there are else.
4: times that I see people, and I I look at them and I say, you know what? I think you would be better you would be better served going to the dark aspect, or I think you would be better served going to the shadow aspect because that's where you need to be right now. It's, the Jedi path is not for you. If you want to stay in the Star Wars realm of things, one of those two are where you need to go.
5: Well, he, here's an interesting side question, and I don't know if you've thought about this, and I only thought about it because I, uh, I intend to make one of the gatherings. I'm not going to be able to make this one. We make our schedule so far in advance. and
4: Okay, then you're going to come out to mine, right? The one next year in 2013 in Siever County. I still don't know exactly where, but I know it's going to be in Siever County.
5: I am going to try. Yes! If it but here's the thing. Force realism is bigger than just light Jedi. Um, How should I put this? Are you going to teach anything other than light aspect stuff?
4: Well, if I had somebody there to teach another aspect, to teach about their aspect, I would.
1: Chaos.
0: Um, (laughs) Well,
4: (laughs) if you apply to to do a class on something, then I would be all for it. Right now I'm I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put it out there. I actually have somebody on my list of people that are not a Jedi at all who's going to come in and he is talking about talk uh taking on the subject of reprogramming the mind using his his uh experience as a hypnotist. And he happens to live in Sevier County. I knew him when I was in Okinawa. This this is like one of those guys that uh if I ever went on a spiritual retreat or whatever and it was just me that I just needed for me, he's he would be the one that would go there. There are three people. Well, I'll know for sure if there's a fourth person come this gathering. But there are definitely three people that I that I would say I would do this with. No one else in the world. And this guy's one of them. But he's not a Jedi at all. And
1: so see this is this is something I want to hit on. If the Jedi are going to grow, we're going to have to recruit if not individuals into the Order, then individuals to help guide the Order, or help prepare it. Um, We're going to have to do what Chaos does with uh, martial arts, especially in the martial arts field. We're going to have to be getting people out, uh, paying some mat fees, even if it's only 10 or 20 bucks to come in and See how their ass is doing and if it's getting handed to them. Um, because, you know, let's say two or three years down the line I master boxing and sing That only tells me that I'm really good with my hands at that point. I gotta take that up against someone who does kickboxing. I've gotta find people that do Aikido. I've gotta at least take on some Muay Thai fighters. Um, Muay Thai fighters. Many Thai Anyway, um, I would have to challenge those art forms to develop them further, and I'm not saying that any art form is better or worse or that there's any limit or strength to it. It's that unless you're pitting your art forms in many areas, it doesn't evolve. And even spiritually speaking, um, we're going to need to find spiritualists who know more than just the people we have in the community. And I consider myself somewhat knowledgeable, I consider the areas that I've excelled in that I'm knowledgeable. In the areas that I haven't excelled in, I may have done something similar. But we have people like Gabe, who is very knowledgeable in the areas that he's knowledgeable in, and fairly knowledgeable in the areas that he's not, and we still need to be able to broaden horizons beyond that. We need to be able to gain a higher level of understanding of these art forms, because our knowledge of the Force as it stands is very, very tentative, very limited. We have a lot more to do in that. Oh, well, that's
4: cool, but you... Okay. Here's my problem with doing that. And I get where you're going with that, Charles. I really do. Let's put it this way. Okay. The three people I mentioned earlier that I would trust, all of them I met in Okinawa, for the record. Uh... One of them actually needs more work than, than the other two, really, if, if I was to get into it. But I could probably help him with that because we're that closely linked. And I know exactly what his problem is. But of those just three people, I knew one, two, I, I knew, and well, okay, there was that whole group in that video that I had. And then there's a whole other set of group, and a whole other set of people that's almost as large as that same group. And then you go and you start looking into where they got their training from, and many of them had to self train. Uh, I think one of them is actually ordained as a gardenarian, uh out of Sacred Well, and even the people that he trained under, a lot of his work was mostly self trained because when you really look at who who actually has these training and whatnot, you're not going to find many people that actually know what the hell they're talking about. Unless maybe you go to a tribe shaman, like a literal tribe shaman, and talk to them about what the what it is that they know and they understand and how they can connect people with the Force. Other than that, you're really just going by
1: what people say. And that's, well, that's really... That's partially my point. At some point, the Jedi have to become, on some level, I hate to say it, but the experts in these fields, at some point, as a group, not each every single person being an expert on everything, but they have to be honing into a point where they have an expertise of martial arts, an expertise of spirituality, an expertise of healing, an expertise of knowledge-gathering, we need to start having people reach that point while still being capable in the other areas. Right now what we have are people that are either very generalized and capable, or somewhat capable, or not capable at all, or people that are very, very, very specialized, and many instances completely oblivious to the rest of the world. But that's going to take time, and it's going to be something that has to be done over a period of time. Oh, okay. I was
4: hoping that you were... Or I thought the way you were talking about this is that we would end up getting it accomplished in, say, the next two years. Because that's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> it's, you're right. It's not going to happen. Could it? If the Jedi were suddenly to jump up? would the, If every single person took the name Jedi jumped up tomorrow and said we are going to move forward and push forward and there is no obstacle too great, then yes, it would, it could. Um, the probability for that is sufficiently low that even I don't believe you could magic it happening. Well, I think I'll work on making lead into gold. It'll be quicker. <laughs> if, if we're looking in, two, if in a two-year time frame, um, I've got a higher chance... Of getting lead to turn into gold, maybe just like an atom or two, but you know. <laughs> no, if we're talking a ten-year time frame, a uh, twenty-year time frame, maybe
4: twenty years, maybe ten years. I think even that's stretching it. That might be enough time to, for us to get to a point where we're communicating like a UN, honestly. Uh, I know, and it's been talked about years and years and years in the past, is that we need to, we need to come up with one sole group that runs the entire Jedi. In fact, what, one guy brought it up at Church of Jediism. He goes, I know of five groups that talk about the Force, and why are, well, why don't we just get together with all of them and become one organization? And I was like, you, have n- you never had to... You've never seen what I've had to see when it's when it comes down to this. Do you realize how many times over the past at least ten years they've tried this? There are too many things going on, and that's that's one of the problems that we're going to run into is because of ego. And really, that's what it is. It's a lot of us all have ego, or um, and we keep springing up with new orders. And at one point in time, and this is not to dog on anybody that did this from RJK. So if you happen to be listening, this is not to dog on anybody. But there used to be a name for all the orders that came up that sprang forth from Real Jedi Knights. They were called Mick RJKs, and they would stay open for a few months at best, and then they would close because they would. They would, uh, either somebody would not want to do it anymore or they realized that it was failing because they didn't have enough members there. So they'd all go back to RJK. And they'd all work from there. Um and really only recently has RJK gotten to a point where they can, they can progress forward because they've gotten what was holding them back out of their way. I'm not gonna say what that was but anybody that's from RJK that knows the history the way I do knows what I'm talking about. They finally got that per- that in- that thing out of their way, and now they're able to progress forward. But even RJK is spearheaded groups where they try to get everybody to come together. And I understand the want to pro- get your group to um, progress, and build up your numbers, and really it's Temple of the Jedi Orders, the one that has us all beat on that one, but they're also a recognized church out of Texas and in the UK, but the, the point I'm making here is, the only real way that you're going to find this stuff is if you have, if all the orders end up either coming together and talking together about how they're going to get things done, or if all the orders end up actually in competition with each other, and by competition, I mean we try to make the best Jedi out there. And I don't see it being the latter one because people are more focused on what their order is doing rather than what another order is doing. Most of the people at FA have not ventured out beyond the FA or uh, or Order of the Sith. Uh, Of course, not that there really are many places to go venturing off if you're a Sith. I mean, Chaos and Miles and Draconis have all done it in the past, but they're more... I don't know why they did that, but I liked it. (laughs) I liked having them in other orders, because they managed to help people get things out of their head that, oh, all Sith are evil. That drove me nuts. But (laughs) now I'm
1: rambling. Somebody stop me rambling! I'll the alley. But I get what you're saying. And and a big part of this, the biggest part of this is that everyone wants their order to be the order that pulled people in. So even if they're part of five or six or seven other orders, whatever their home order is, whatever the one they're attached to, they want that to be the main one. They want that to be where everyone comes to. And a lot of it is ego. And um we've seen over at the Jedi Church. Um People ask for this, what this unity is, what this one defining thing is, and the one I, br- the, one, the one I used to bring up all the time was the Force. But I have, you know, wow, I mean, there is such a variance of perspective, and I mean everything from my view, which is very, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? relaxed. The Force is, you know, this field made up of life. Very true, I guess, to the original, uh, texts, the original videos. Down to, oh, no, no, no. The Force is this very specific energy field. It's base level quantum energy or things like that. And, um, and I'm not even gonna dignify with trying to explain that view further, because, You know my opinion on mixing science with spirituality in that way. Especially when you don't have enough facts to back it up.
4: Well, um, I personally believe that it is what we consider in science to be energy. I'm not going to go that it's quantum mechanics in that way, but I, I actually do believe that it's just plain, pure, simple energy, that everything you see in science is explained by it, and anything you see in spirituality is somehow explained by it, but we don't understand how it
1: is. Right, and see, that, that would be where you and I, to some degree, conflict. And this is just a perfect example, okay? Two people with deep spiritual backgrounds, a large amount of knowledge of spiritualism, energy work, and you put us in the same room, and we have a different view of what the force is we use the word for something different and we both pull from interpretations from both quotes, movies, books and that's where the first problem is even something as basic as the force and then there will be people that will say oh no the force is bullshit jedi don't even shouldn't even be concerned with it doesn't exist and they call themselves jedi so how do we find that standard well I'll tell you what has been said a thousand times over. You find the standard and you run with it. And then anyone who runs with you, great. And anyone who doesn't, too bad.
0: That's
4: pretty much what's been going on.
1: That's why all these... That is. That's
4: one of the reasons, one of the reasons that all these orders have been... have sprung up. The other reason is conflict of interest with the, the host of their home worker.
1: Well... Yeah, I mean, that's... That's part of the division. So the question is, can we even hope for the Jedi to go forward, or can we hope for groups that we are a form or a part of to go forward? Here's the thing. I don't have any illusions about saving the Jedi. Okay? I don't have that illusion. I had that illusion five, six years ago. I'm I'm all better now.
2: Um... I
1: don't have
2: that
1: illusion.
2: What's that? Can I chime in? Go for it. Alright, guys, I'm sorry. Um, I was on the phone. Ian would not believe what's going on. It's actually friggin' hilarious. Alright, the Jedi Order as we stand right now, the community, we are stronger now than we've ever been. We don't have the numbers that we used to have, but our strength lies in... The Illinois Jedi, the Virginia Maryland Jedi, the, uh, <clears throat> what's a Heartland something rather? Oh, that's Heart- Heartland <laughs> right. Heartland, yeah, like. <laughs> Our friggin' community, we are so much stronger now. You know, we might have like a fraction of the numbers that we used to, but as uh, Skywalker once eloquently put, um, if the way the Jedi were easy, there would be thousands of us instead of just dozens. Right now, we are dozens four people here, five people there, we are dozens, but we're strong let's face it, we have gotten so active, so involved. you know I'm going to bring them up. What are the Illinois that I do now? They had a couple performances, and they
4: do fundraisers and they even yeah. do community service type stuff
2: exactly they did, a, they did a thing for literacy for the library. they got dressed up and they went out and. Or to the Jedi community, and they have done a world of good. It's not like the DJs out there that are, have, like, the freaks like Rainbow Bright doing, you know, shows in the UK. But, you know, our chapters are finally doing things. All this stuff we used to bitch them, kick around, complain, and just whine and bicker and ban people over, we're flat-out doing now. You can't tell me that we did not have a good, you know, until the trademark lightning comes up and takes out Skype. You cannot tell me that we do not have a good thing going and our community is not stronger today than it was 10 years ago. And then 10 years from now, we're not going to be even stronger.
4: And I agree. And I think that the... I think that's one thing that helps as far as having um, <coughs> online <coughs> online groups to become counselors and whatnot. Unfortunately, here here's the one thing that sucks. And that is that... People who are in various areas, like, okay, when I get to the point where I can finally market Heartland, like, the only thing I am missing right now is a symbol. Whenever we get that, I can actually go out and market the Heartland Jedi like it's no tomorrow. Which case, that's another thing. I still need a shirt from Knights of Awakening, because if I can't wear a Heartland Jedi uh, shirt to the Jedi Gathering, I'd better be wearing a nice of Awakening shirt.
2: Hey, do I get a shirt? Come to think about it, Charles, give me yours.
0: <laughs>
2: what? My shirt's huge.
1: <laughs> He's
2: swimming. Um,
1: get hold of Dustin. He's the man with the shirts right now. See what, see what he can do for you.
5: Yeah, I got a shirt, a hoodie, and a hat, and some decals.
2: <sighs> <laughs> just... <laughs> I want a KLA shirt. Can't I? Way to spread KLA. harmony, there, chaos. <laughs> hey, guys. Okay, but, but, but do not talk out tonight. Don't forget my show. Right. Yeah.
4: Maybe but, now. but seriously, when we get to a point where this, give it to me. Gosh, my sister's in the room. Sorry. Anyways,
1: um. I thought you were fighting chaos for his shirt.
0: <laughs>
4: Sound
1: of it. Give it to me. <laughs>
0: no, it's mine. <laughs>
1: You have know the details.
4: I'm just gonna reach through the computer to grab his, yes. <laughs> 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 I just saw that, like, an anime style skit. Reaching through and grabbing after his yeah. K. O. K. O. K shirt. But okay, so seriously, the, if we had people that knew how to market their groups properly. We could probably uh we could probably have a lot more chapters out. But in order to do that, really okay, when I went out and I was trying to find people that could host their own chapter because I started up that uh that poll at the Jedi Church and I probably should bring that one back up. I went looking for people around the world and asked them, where are you will if you are a knight or a master? And you know, they would represent their own orders, but at least they have some form of at least base training so that they can, they can teach this stuff, or they know how to start teaching it and they can communicate with some of us on how to teach things, if you get what I'm saying there. But if they knew how to market it, people that don't have groups in their area at all, or have people that are on the online forums in their area at all, could probably still go out Market a Jedi chapter and collect maybe five people at the very least. And then from there, they might be able to grow even further. But first, got to get them trained to a point where they can do this stuff. And that's where the problem's coming in, is that we have so many people that are spread out, and no one knows what they're doing, nor do they know how to market their group, or a group that they might want to they start up. Or... They're young, and by that I actually do mean they're young. There, I recently found out about two Jedi groups in the same area out in Virginia, and they're run by teenagers. And they, they mostly just f- focus on the martial aspect and don't really know a lot about the the rest of the stuff because they haven't really gotten into what the teachings are. They only know what's like on Kamali's Jedi. Page, I think it's Kamali's. Yeah, but th- those are the problems that we're running into. As somebody that trains online, at the very least, we could give them something that they can bounce off of and create their own offline group, and maybe that would give them the martial aspect that Chaos is, or that Charles is looking for here. Because I still stand by the fact that I. Here's the other thing is. This is another reason why I don't release the aiding law enforcement course that I wrote to just anybody. I don't trust a lot of people to to run some of these courses. I've been at F.A. for years now. And at F.A. and Ashla and Order Mm of the Sith, but they're kind of like our sister order. So, both of you are really our sister order. So, there. You guys are the only ones... That if I had somebody that was really into the martial arts aspect, I would send to those orders. I would not send them to RJK. I would not send them to Jedi School. I wouldn't send them to Institute for Jedi Realist Studies. Because I don't know anybody there that I trust well enough to be able to do something on the martial level with them. Just the same, I don't trust a lot of people to take my aiding law enforcement course and turn that around. I think right now I have, I, I would trust Opie, Stacy, John Thalen, Talon, and myself to teach that course. And that's five people out of the entire community. So a lot of this becomes trust. Who do you trust to really pull off all this
1: stuff? Well, you're right. And it brings up the question of capability because eventually you're going to have the Jim Carrey skit. You know the one I'm talking about, the karate one, where he says, No, 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 no. You're holding that knife wrong. Come at me like this! <laughs> um, and honestly, I think if the Jedi are learning the fundamentals of observation of critical thinking that if someone looks at them and says, come at me like this with your arm completely straight out and the knife coming down in this motion, um, they're going to look at and say, yeah, that don't work. Um, your method sucks, your training is ineffective and impractical. By the same token, you know, critical thinking skills, if they're developed, um, Someone looks in and says, all right, now we're going to be doing martial arts training. We're going to start sparring. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to just start beating on each other. No mouth guards, no headgears, no gloves, no nothing. Um, and, you know, whoever comes out of it uh, can teach the next course.
0: <laughs> Most
1: That would be the dark side method. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Chaos likes the idea. I can tell. He's a, that sounds like a fun weekend, right? Um, <laughs> But, no, seriously, I mean, there's, when, when people make statements like that, there's really a, uh, if you've got critical thinking, and this this goes back to the whole stance thing, and I'm going to pull up the stance thing. Alright, you want to know how to tell if a boxer's holding his stance right? You look at other hey, boxers.
4: But, well, you're hitting on something completely different than what I'm talking about here, And I and I know where, I know where the disconnect came from.
1: But I'm leading to it. And what I'm saying is critical thinking will help prevent those people from getting a foothold teaching those courses. And the thing is, oh, God, I'm going to, I'm going to congratulate him no, again see, and smack you know, the, him on the back. You're actually, but look,
4: you're, you actually are what I'm talking about.
1: Right. It's not the about thing. whether
4: or not you have the ability to do it. I, I say those five people because I know that John Phelan knows legalese. I know that Stacy is a police officer and that he would make sure that you are held to a high standard. I know Talon would hold people to a high standard when they write the when they write their essays. And those those four essays are really the major reason why I won't release it to just anybody. I know I will pay attention to what's going on and I trust Opie to be able to pay attention to what's going on. I don't trust other people, even if they were police officers to not be lazy and not actually go out and look up the information themselves. Because that's one of the things with the aiding law enforcement course is that you have to you have to look for stuff like this. For all I know, I know Charles you won't do it and I'm pretty sure that after this conversation Chaos wouldn't do it. Well, oh, actually he probably wouldn't have done it anyway, but I know Hannigan wouldn't do it. But I don't know if I'd trust say Sensei Strange who I have a lot of respect for. I don't know if I trust Sensei Strange to actually sit there and look at it in detail rather than just saying, okay, well, he's obviously doing his work. So there's a picture. Okay, he's good. Instead of actually sitting there and critiquing it. I don't know if I trust him well enough to do that, even though I know he is a master at
1: his art. here's, Here's the thing I'm getting at. The jet, okay, first of all, anything turned in should be available for everyone to see. This is something that I don't believe in closed doors when it comes to assignments. I think that the very nature of having the availability of the entire community to look at something, those that are critical thinkers, and that's why I'm going to give Hannigan a pat on the back. But Give me a second, I'm getting to that. He's going he's to think he, I owe him a dollar or something in a second. <laughs> um... But the thing is, those that are critical thinkers, those that are very determined to pick things apart, are a boon to the community. And we need to be a little bit more aggressive as a community. We need to call people out on their bullshit a little bit more often. We need to be a little bit more blunt about it. Don't get wrong. we need
4: to be a little bit more like Opie.
1: A little more like Opie, a little bit more like Hannigan. That's kind of
4: funny (laughs) Um, that you say that. Only because... A uh, few weeks back, I had, I went into a meditation and I got this... Uh, no other word but message really comes to mind. I'm um, putting quotation marks around the message word that I should probably be more like Opie and become more blunt.
1: <laughs> bluntness is necessary. Don't get me wrong. You temper bluntness with compassion... But there is a difference between between compassion and letting things slide. Okay? Um, If someone says they're doing this, this, and this, and they're presenting an obvious they're not, or even if they're teaching a class and obviously they aren't teaching it the proper way, the community should be what moves. And this is the way it should have always been, but it has never been. One or two individuals will call a person out. Sometimes a little bit too aggressively, sometimes not aggressively enough. But that'll be it. When the truth of the matter is, when it's painfully obvious, when critical thinking skills are more than enough to pick apart a statement or a claim or even a method of teaching, then the entire community should move with sufficient force. That mistake or method of teaching is corrected or that person Simply recognizes they're not fit for that position, and they step down and they move to do something else where they are fit. If it was a question of critiquing sword work, I'd be willing to do it. Um, If it was grappling or kickboxing, I'd refuse. It's an area I don't have a lot of uh, strengths in, it's an area I don't train. If it was uh, meditation or spiritual techniques, I'd step up if it was oh wow I'm trying to think of a good intellectual one because I am to my own degree to my own credit I'm an intellectual at heart um if it was emotional self-control I might step back down because I have my own issues with that. But I would expect that if I stepped up for an area that I was not fulfilling the role correctly, that the community would move in a strong yet compassionate way to remove me from that area. To get me in a position where I was doing something useful. Instead, what happens is either A, an egotistical battle happens, one single person moves without the backing of the community, or B, nothing happens and bullshit runs rampant.
4: And what if there's nobody there to? Cr- uh, let's say that you stepped up and you did the grappling, for for example. Okay. What if there's no one else there to do it? What if there? What if everybody's in aikido because that seems to be like the biggest thing
1: in the Jedi community? Apparently, okay, that's aikido is a grappling sorry. art form. But Continue. Well,
4: okay. Fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I'm sorry, Ally.
4: Some are into boxing. All of them are in the box, okay? But you're so you step up, the plate. You're like, okay, I'll try the grappling. I'll try my hand at grappling mm-hmm. because no one else can do it. And you have conflicting info. Let's say that after you step up, somebody says, well, maybe you're wrong because that's not how that should be. And you start thinking, well, maybe they know more. And in reality, maybe you you were the one that knew the the most about it. But because none of you actually know. You can't grade
1: it. That's true. That's why these things have to be experienced. Also, if that person says, "No, no, grappling doesn't involve this; it involves that." Let's say, um, let's say they say size has no impact on grappling on on a ground fight, as it were. I'm a big guy. I'd go find a small guy who's willing to grapple with me. In fact, I know one, um, and he can throw me around like a rag doll. So he's probably the worst test of this. But um, <laughs> I'd go grapple with him. And if I found that at the end of every grappling mash, match, win, lose, or draw, I was still you know feeling pretty good, and he's there huffing and puffing because he had to throw a 300-pound guy around for half an hour, um, I'd make note of that. But on the other side of that, if his smaller size and stronger frame put him in a position where at the end of half an hour, the only thing I can say is that um, I broke a sweat, and he's there you know, you know drinking, a, drinking a soda while he's got me pinned in a finger lock, Then, um, you know, obviously I've got to rethink my position. I've got to look at what I'm doing. And this is the thing. If you're going to teach this, you have to be living it to some degree, too. So if I stepped up for the grappling, I'd be calling Paul up on the phone. I'd be like, dude, we can't box for the next couple of months. All we can do is grapple. Why? Well, I'm teaching this thing on grappling. I need a little more experience in it. And while the very basics of anything can be taught with very little knowledge... I'm gonna be getting out of the basics in about three months, so I have three months to get ready.
4: All right, you have to, I, you have to be really able to go out want on that ledge. To continue this conversation, but twelve thirty-four. Yeah, well, actually, it's four here, and my husband called me to ask for food like over half an hour ago.
1: <laughs> wow! And you're gonna tell him that you didn't get his food for now, half an I hour because you were killing the with the Jedi. I did
4: tell him I was on the show, okay? So, I think he, he kind of expects this. Sadly.
1: He expects but to starve to death if he knows you're on the show. <laughs>
4: He's not going to expect to starve to death. Okay, so anyways, I want to, I really do want to continue this conversation. But I want to put it on the air so that everybody is clear on my stance on this, is that I do happen to believe that Jedi should be versed in some form of martial art. By martial art, I mean a military applied form. So, to me, unless you know how to teach, you how to do Tai Chi in combat, I don't count that. But, what I do have a disconnect in is how, until I can find a proper way of being able to teach this in an online format where it's going to be safe for other people, because I am all, I am really big on safety. I do not condone training people on it online. Unless... Now, if they're already doing this, if they're already actively doing it, more power to them, we can put them in the guardian slot. But until then, mostly what we're going to really be training is for most of our nights is really counselors. And that's what a lot of our people online tend to be, are counselors. And that's really... This is really the reason why we're having this argument is because of that that very slight disconnect there that until I can find a way to safely do it until I can see that it can be pulled off properly with the limited amount of funds that anybody in our group has because we really jedi really do attract a very certain group of people on the on the uh, money economic poll and that's it's typically the the middle.
1: Class. The same people, the same people described on the Statue of Liberty.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think.
4: so. I don't know what that means.
2: Yeah, chaos got it. Mm-hmm. You're poor, okay. you're tired, and you're hungry. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure that. And I've even like, and I've even seen people that are that they they give theirs on so low on the totem pole that not and this is even people that are just on the street. I mean, we're talking people that they really do... They're the kind of person that gives or uses all the money for whatever expenses they have, the bare minimum, and then at the end of the month, whatever money they have left, they give to the poor. Personally, I don't like that method, but hey, more power to them if that's what they're going to do. But on that note, I got a bolt. It's been Allie. nice to see you guys for two hours and 45 minutes. Oh my God. Love you, <laughs> Allie. We're going
1: to wrap up soon, I think.
4: Hi. Say it out,
1: guys. How
2: Later.
1: All right. I said we're going to wrap up soon, and Chaos slammed the internet connection down. Thank you, Chaos. Right.
2: Hey, call me on oh, your okay.
1: Um, Probably for a minute. I'm going to have to get some sleep when this is done. Uh, for, I want to say to everyone who joined in, who listens to this later. I want to thank Allie, Chaos, Michael, and Storm for joining us. Um, I'll have the archive saved and uploaded, but I won't have it on the website right away. But it will be uploaded, and it will be on the website soon. And with that, thank you, everyone, and Awaken the Night Within.